When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. So, welcome back to Otako Tuesday. Otako. Otako. Otako Tuesday. Otako. Otako. We need to make a theme song. I was working on it. Week's not long enough. True. It is a very short week. Today, we will be talking about... Is it maybe the greatest anime of all time, Eric? Just hit the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the new. Well, we will be talking about my teen romantic comedy snafu. Welcome to the newest episode of SDW Super Dario World. gotta tell you this eric's been chomping at the bit since yesterday yesterday he finished watching the series and i just got a text like i need to talk about it right now i didn't just finish it i started i started watching the third season at one in the morning because yeah. i told myself i'll just watch the first episode yep and all of a sudden it's like four thirty in the morning it happens and it's like fine i'll stop halfway through and i finished it like noon the next day and i've just been empty ever since well that's because uh well for reasons you're a weird guy the point is he's been kind of following me around and he, you know that look when somebody wants to talk to you it's like and i and so for for days i've been like save it save it save it save it so you're unleashed you're finally unleashed yeah it's a pretty good show um before we get into yeah. it let me just give you a quick reminder that any comments questions or suggestions you can find me at dario the show on instagram and at super dario world streaming on youtube and on twitch at super dario world i mean now i'm trying to do like 7 30 ish so it's a little bit earlier eric where can they find you you can find me on twitch.tv slash Senpai and the rest of the social media ones that I don't really use, mainly on twitch.tv where I'm streaming video games. Yeah. Actually, we did a stream this Saturday. We did. Yeah. Uh, we it was played, a lot of fun. We only did it on Twitch. Uh, we played a little Pokemon. We're going to do it again. We we did a randomizer. Dude, you should try it. It's ridiculous. We did, we, did, we did Pokemon <laughs> Fire Red with a randomizer. It's awesome. Uh, Eric will be loading videos uh, throughout the week. You can check them out there. It'll, it'll be on my on my youtube channel so you can check it out there uh but okay is that it oh so uh, saturday we're doing it again unless unless we're kind of dying from the vaccine because we're getting the vaccine on friday so uh, unless we get super sick we're, we're gonna do it again on saturday that's the plan anyway yeah yeah noonish so there you go if, we, if you don't see us saturday at noon again only on twitch uh well it's because uh, the vaccine really really got us so uh let's get into this whole bit let's uh the wait what's going on is the audio fine Okay, cool. So let's get into my... Whoa, what the hell happened there? Whoops. My teen romantic comedy snafu. Also what a known snafu as, it is. Also known as... Uh, I mean, the the short one is Oregairu. It has like a long Japanese name that... Hell if I know. Yeah, but... But it's known as Oregairu or my, my teen romantic comedy snafu. Or just snafu. So, 
Uh, we're going to do spoiler-free for right now. Uh, we will eventually get into a little bit of spoilers, but spoiler-free territory. A few spoilers, to say the least. Yes, uh, more than a few spoilers. So for those of you who don't know what this show is about, uh, let me see if I can describe it in a couple sentences. It's about an antisocial loner. Well, antisocial loner, I guess that's a saying the same thing. Yeah. It's about an antisocial dude that gets forced to be a part of a service club where he... Meet some interesting characters, some lovely ladies, and uh, let's just say he has a very unorthodox method of helping people, in which he tends to become the villain himself. Is that fair? That's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So there you go. That's a uh, personally. All right. So so just get. I like getting this out of the way immediately. Like it, since is it worth your time? So to answer the question, is it worth your time? To me personally. Yes, I highly enjoyed the show. The first season is hysterical, um, but and I mean e- extremely funny. And then the second season takes a really bizarre turn. The, uh, e- every season has a different feel to it. Yes, uh, the the first se- like I said, first season pure comedy almost. Second drama, and I mean like hardcore drama because and they build up part. I think that the only other show that I've seen that takes this hard of a turn is Clanad, and Clanad wasn't as much of a comedy. And I think the reason it works is because the first season is so lighthearted and there's not a lot of actual romance going on with, you know, romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. So when they start getting into it in season two and it's like, oh, it's all these characters that I've grown to like and I know their relationships. So what's going to happen? Yeah. And, and it's a uh... and then season three happens. And I like season three. So overall, I highly recommend the show. I thought it was very enjoyable. I'm. I'm fine with the ending. Eric's uh, on the other side of the of the ball of this one. How would you describe it? Would you would you recommend it for somebody like, hey, you should watch this show. It's great. Yeah, I just think it has a lot of problems, especially towards the latter half. Honestly, it, look, I get it that uh, when it comes to the, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, it's a love triangle kind of story, and there's a bunch of like girls that, who is he gonna, who is the main character gonna end up with? And If get, he does end up with anybody. If he ends up with anybody. And I don't have a problem when he picks the girl that I didn't I didn't personally care for. I have a problem when they do it wrong. <laughs> Listen, I, I will agree with you. Uh, the third season is a bit rushed. They they rush towards the end, and certain shows. It, I think they it rushed has, and they dragged. Like it's weird, right? It's almost like almost nothing happened in the third season. Yet they just went straight towards the ending. Yeah, it was really weird because it. Well, you need also, to understand, also, there's a big time gap between season two and season three. Like, a few years, right? No, or, or a few season, months. It's a few, which one was the one that has, like, a big gap between the two of them? I mean, between season one and season two, it's just, like, their summer break? No, and, I, I no, no, no. I mean, in, in the real world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the first two seasons came out, I think, back-to-back. Uh-huh. And then the third season didn't come out for, like five or seven years yeah so in in the real world in the, in the real world so it's it's a, a big delay and then it's kind of rushed it's weird it's, it's almost game of thronish <laughs> kind of yeah it's weird, and, right and uh i mean they had the light novel material mm-hmm. it's based off a light novel yeah so i don't i don't see the reason why i don't know I, i've seen them do this before with other uh with other stories there that they're like i don't know if we're gonna get another season so let's just let's just rush towards the end here like half, it's almost like if they halfway through they're like ah, oh, we gotta finish it because we don't know if we're gonna continue it so let's just get, let's just get there so it does feel rushed i'm 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 okay with how how it ended up eric not so much so 
before we get into that particular part, let's tell you about this colorful cast of characters. Well, yeah. for, first off, uh, if you had to give it a, a number. A number? Yeah, just the number rating. I, I think I each, love each, season one. Each season I would rank differently. Of course. The best one to me is season one. That is the one I would rewatch. Of course. I, I, I don't think I would rewatch the whole way through. I would just stop at the end of season one and I if can, I was on a rewatch. I, I can rewatch the whole thing. But to me, my favorite one was season one. Even though... Oh, God, it's really hard. It, it's season just, season I, one is really good. I, I, season, I, season two is uh, what gave me, like, made, made things happen. <laughs> in my feels. In my heart. Uh, I, in my I, cold, dead heart. Yeah, I remember Eric being like, no, it's just an injection of drama straight yeah. into my veins. Like, all that delicious melodrama just sticking right into my fucking veins. It, here's the thing. Uh, but season one makes you fall in love with the characters. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is, honestly, it, it does seduce you. You it's, get seduced. It gets you, like, come hither. And then afterwards, in season two... You, you just want them to be happy. In season two, you're just powering through it. Like, come on, can you just get your shit together, man? But, but, but we'll get into the whole season two drama in a minute. Uh, because that would be spoilers, right? That would be spoilers. So let's, yeah. let's introduce We're going to try to keep them completely separate. So we're going to tell you a little bit about the characters, uh, what we liked and what we didn't like of each. And then we'll get into the spoiler territory. So uh, season one, we begin with our main character here, uh... Hachiman, eight man, as he's known on the internet. I, yeah, it's um, a... Hachi means eight, the number eight in Japanese. So eight man, mm-hmm. uh, antisocial dude, loner, uh, my spirit n- animal. Not really by choice. Uh, overly self conscious, overly cynical. Yes, uh, and uh, extremely paranoid. Like he's always reading into what the things that other people are saying and reading too much into it. And he always tries to find like a logical angle to illogical things, such as human emotions. Yeah, and trying, which is hysterical. And he tends to push people away. It's a, which is really weird because uh, he kind of wants to. He he doesn't want to be a loner anymore, but he's like, no, I'm a loner, so I, I need to push people away because they'll hurt me. It's in it. Not that 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 kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but. Fun guy to watch. Hysterical. He has amazing, amazing. I love Hachiman. Hachiman's the best. He's my, he's my, he's my spirit animal. And, and, like, Danny in the chat saying like, yeah, it's a, uh, it sounds like a Pokemon. Actually, no, it sounds like a Digimon. Come on, Hachiman. Come on, come on, come on. Anyway, yeah, great protagonist. Great guy to follow along. You enjoy following him throughout the show because at first hysterical and then afterwards you're like come on man we just want you to be happy just want you to be happy so it's a protagonist you actually care about and that's the most important thing in any show that the person that you're following the person who you are in their head you actually care about and they i I believe that they they nail it with hachiman you actually care about hachiman yeah absolutely like and it's funny because obviously we're biased because we're following him along We we are seeing his perspective so when we see you know normal people getting sick of his shit we're like but but i like but i like hachiman <laughs> and his shit so i guess i'm against normal people no it, it, well yeah i guess Cause, it, it, so it gives you perspective on the outsiders of the world uh sure let's pretend i don't relate to hachiman no i mean i who doesn't understand hachiman it's the it's the most relatable man i ever seen Eight in man. my life our, our our, our beloved eight man. Anyway, so that's our protagonist. Then the f- first uh, first of the love interests that we meet is Yukino Yukinoshita. Good on you. Thank you. The only reason I remember this is because Yuki means snow. And, and we used to have a dog that we called Snow because she was white. 
still pretty Yuki. still pretty proud of that name thank you um I so actually her, her name actually means snow over snow fun fact anyway uh she is the sundere no what did, would you call her uh it, none of them she's main... a robot yeah i don't think any of the main girls really fall into those no those she, type those type of typical the, anime she's tropes. the the ice queen robot girl that doesn't have any emotions hyper logical people don't like her either even though they kind of respect her which they, is the opposite of hachiman that, that, they they look from the very get-go they try to like establish that she's kind of like the female hachiman mm-hmm. only she's really pretty yes and uh people admire her yeah. and she's talented and so but uh, she's very anti-social too she doesn't have a lot of friends she also gets picked on but because girls are jealous of her not because uh you know she's a she's a weirdo like hachiman exactly but she is a massive weirdo just that needs to be clear i don't know massive it's like here's the thing the hachiman and and she are very similar except people think hachiman is a loser and a creep and they think she's cute and cool that's the main difference. That's female privilege if I've ever seen it, huh? <laughs> uh, next. It's like, we, they forgive it because she's hot. I mean, I would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Of course. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we got our girl Yui. Yui Gahara. Yui Gahara. I just call her Yui. Anyway, Yui, she yeah. is uh, the lovable idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. She's she... uh, So, Hachiman and Yukino are always having, like, these, like, crazy you know complicated conversations where they're honestly saying a whole bunch of nothing mm-hmm. but in like you know very pseudo intellectual ways yeah, so it, 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 remind, it reminded me a lot of dawson's creek I, I guess or like gilmore girls where they just say a whole bunch of stuff and they're not really saying much of of substance but it's just their dynamic it's witty banter and yui is usually there like what the fuck is happening they're like I, I don't know what's happening but i'm happy to be here kind of like a dog yeah actually you know what Yuki, uh, Yuki is a cat. Yui is a dog. Is that fair? I think they try to relate her more like to like a bear. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so the way that this happened is, uh, you like I said, our boy Hachiman here gets forced to join something that's called a service club. Mm-hmm. Service club is basically a place. Uh, you know, in Japan, they have clubs. Instead of like a basketball club, they have a, something called a service club where people go and ask for help on stuff. So whatever you need, it's not like a like a that kind of service but it's like hey i like for example, i mean we never got we never got to that point i mean maybe i don't know but uh it's, it's one of those things like hey i'm, I'm i i, I want to learn how to bake cookies for this boy that i like or whatever which is exactly how we meet our girl yui yui approaches the service club oh by the way the the member and pre- the only member and president of the service club at the beginning of the show is our girl it's our girl yukino and so yui approaches them and she's like hey i i, I would like your help your service with something and that's how she decides, you know what, you dudes are cool. And I thought that you were just kind of like antisocial weirdos, but it turns out that you're actually fun. So I want to be a part of this club. Fair? Yeah. Also, we find out like her own personal problems with dealing with people. She's not antisocial in any way. But, she well, wants, but no, to, actually, she wants to be a part too much. I think she's, she's desperate. She, she, she's antisocial in a way, but she's mega extroverted. I, I and that, that's, like, the difference. Because she doesn't know exactly how to deal with her personal relationships. She keeps trying to make friends. and To me, it's, like, the classic girl who's desperate to belong. Or character who's desperate to belong. Yeah. But still is kind of an outsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she, she, she finds, like, her, her place with, a, with our, our boy, Eight, Eight Man, and uh, Yukino. And so that's the main three. That's the, the main clique. Those are the members of the service club. That's the triangle. That's the triangle right there. 
It's a great triangle. And now, if, if you've ever seen anything that has any type of triangle, and then after you might other other sites might be added to it, but the beauty of them is, and the greatness of it is, it's always going to be a tragedy somehow. No matter what, it's always going to end in tragedy, and I love it. I love it, especially... And as long as it's handled correctly, I'm okay with it. Especially when you like all the characters. But anyway, let's uh, let's continue with the rest of the cast, because it's, it's a reasonably large cast. Some of them are not really that relevant. Uh, we have the teacher, and whose name I could never really pronounce, so I'm going to... Shizuka. So I'm going to call her just Sensei. Fair? Uh, she's, she's a whole lot of fun. She's the best character in the show. She's the best. Unfortunately, we don't see enough of her, but she's the best. She's the typical teacher who hits students. Honestly, she's my favorite teacher I've ever seen in anime. I don't know if I'd go that far. Well, but I'd have, name I'd... one that's better. Off the top of your head. Roshi. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd, I'd pick her. Um... She is the one that actually sees potential in uh, in Eight Man, and she thinks that they can. And she sees potential in Yukino, but he sees that the, he believes that they can help each other. And she she keeps throwing obstacles and challenges their way. And let's um, let's be honest, the main reason she kind of like keeps pushing Eight Man towards Yukino is because Yukino looks exactly like her. Yes, it's <laughs> she is freakish. totally projecting. It's freakish, and uh, the relationship between her and Eight Man is hysterical because. Is she a love interest? Is she? No, she's not. Is she a love interest? She totally never is. Is she? Are, are you telling me? Are you telling me? You know what? I'm going to save it for later. I'm going to save it for later because that, be, that could be spoiler territory. Uh, next, we have uh, Konichi? Komichi? Komichi? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, Komichi. <laughs> Uh, little which, sister. Yeah, Eight Man's little sister. Classic little sister role. Adorable. Hysterical. She's a lot of fun, too. Yes. I wish I had a, a little sister that adorable, man. Yeah. That'd be Don't great. Don't we all? Oh, God damn it. Tried to do it in my life. I wish I had an older brother as cool as Eight Man. He's so useful. Always cooks. Always brings always brings souvenirs for the family. Awesome. Hangs out with a bunch of hotties. God yeah. Damn, I wish I had... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, little sister, she's kind of like a, a soundboard for our boy Hachiman, somebody who loves him unconditionally. Next, and they even still have their issues. We have uh, Hayama. Hayato. Hayato Hayama? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of the superhero thing going on where it's like Miles Morales, Peter Parker. Yukino Yukino Shita. Yui Gahara something, but it's Yui. YY. Yeah. It's uh, Hikigaya Hachiman, HH. Yeah. So this Hulk is- Hogan. This dude is basically like the the jock, like the Chad of the school, like the perfect dude or whatever. Yeah, but every, he, everybody loves him. Yeah, but he also has kind of like an interesting side to him. I personally never liked the guy, but Eric says that he wants to talk about him for some reason, and so he's become a Japanese schoolgirl because everybody loves Hayato. Listen, it's not my fault. He has a big penis, <laughs> and he's great at everything, and everybody loves him. And he's a nice guy. He comes from a rich family. And he has a bright future. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll talk more about him probably yeah, he, later. Uh, he starts becoming a little more relevant when... Se- season two. Yeah, season two. Yeah. In, in the first season, he's kind of like... The, Vanilla. He's the antithesis to to Ape Man. Yeah. He's just the... Everybody loves him. Everybody, you know, wants to be with him. Either be his friend or go out with him. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Season two, we learned that there's actually more than meets the eye. So. In well, season three, we find a different thing. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. Uh, well, well, we have um, Yukino's older sister, Haruno. Good uh, on you. Did Haruno, you study or something? I really like the show. Nice. Good on you. I think it's because, uh, you know, I think what it is? What? You watched the Japanese. So you watched the sub, right? I read the manga. I mean, that too. Okay. So you were reading it constantly, so, you know. Maybe. It stayed in your mind. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe I just know people with similar names. Like, I know a Harumi. From where? From school. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, we got a little older sister, Haruno, and Haruno is a whole lot of fun. And I mean a whole buttload of fun. She is basically her her younger sister, Yukino's arch nemesis, and also, strangely, kind of like her number one fan. It's weird. Okay, so the way I always interpreted her, she's kind of an antagonist. She's kind of a sociopath. However, the way that I saw it is... She believes that Yukino needs somebody to push her, so she's be- she becomes the villain. She's very similar to our boy Eight Man, where it's like, all right, I'll become the villain to solve the situation. So she's be- she's been the villain of Yukino's life, partly to help her and partly because she finds it funny. So she's kind of a sociopath, but she's, she's a also- total sociopath. Oh, she's boy, well, she's a sociopath, but she's also trying to help. It's weird. Or or I'm she's not a sociopath. Or she's, or she she's wants a sociopath. Or she's a sociopath who's. Hiding her sociopathness by pretending to help. I don't Who think knows? she's pretending to help. But she's a whole lot of fun. I loved her. When she's introduced to the show, it's great. What's that blue because, knob? What do you mean? What's the blue knob? This? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Talk? Talk. It's the pan. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I was only coming out on the left side. Oh, well, there you go. Anyway, uh, so moving on, we have... Uh, but oh, So she's great. When she gets introduced to the show, the dynamic completely changes because uh, you can, uh, cannot hide... Near her sister. Yeah, but keep in mind, she's a terrible sister. <laughs> Why? Yukino has it, a lot of family it, issues. It has to do a lot with the message she's trying to convey Yukino, which, in my personal opinion, is a completely wrong message that the show is apparently trying to to deliver, but that's more with my problems with season three. Because let's let's just say... Uh, Haruno, the sister, and Eight Man have like a fundamental difference on of opinion on what it means to help other people. Like uh, Haruno sees it more as a, uh, a a codependency thing, whereas Eight Man sort of. I'll get I'll get to that with season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get to that uh, with season I, I three. Like I, I want to see you wa- walk out of this one without spoiling stuff. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. <laughs> let's, let's just say they disagree on what it means to help people. Yeah. Moving on, uh, we have our boy Saika. The best girl. 
the best girl. Definitely, <laughs> definitely should have been. If there, were, if eight man should have ended up with anybody, it was Saika. Like honestly, it's probably who he wanted the most. Oh yeah, it's a boy. Yeah, it's a boy. It's a, it's a dude. And it's it, a hysterical thing that goes out throughout the show where where the main where our boy eight man has to remind himself. That it's like no, it's a boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's a beautiful boy. It's a boy. It's a boy. It's like I can't wait to go bathe with him. It's yes, a boy. It's 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 hysterical. Like he's basically used as a as a comedic prop, but yeah. that joke does not get old. And they find newer and more creative ways of using it because Hachiman starts kind of like loosening up a little. And at the same time, being like, I'm a sick person. <laughs> but he's just so beautiful. He's so beautiful. He's a beautiful boy. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, he's pretty inconsequential. Uh, but a good friend. He's, he's a side character, always around. But a good friend. A good- uh, like, honestly, probably, like, the best friend. But uh, that, that, that eight man wants to bang. It's really weird. Yeah. But funny. I feel like he could have had more of a role within the show. Yeah. Other I, than just side character. I had a lot of problems with the side characters in that regard. They were underused. In the manga, they use them a little bit more. But anyway, moving on. We have, I don't know this dude's name, Tomuro? Tobe. Tobe. There you go. He's like uh, the jock's best friend, the sidekick, uh, who you want to talk about codependency. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's the class clown. Yeah. Uh, you, he, I bet he's also the source of a major piece of drama in season two. Oh yeah! Oh, big time, big time drama. That might have been my my favorite point in the show. Really? Honestly. Seriously? Because that's when it gets going, you know. Okay. When Hachiman has to do the thing, the, and the he does thing. the thing, and then it all spirals out. All right. Then I get mad. Save, save it, save it. Yeah, okay. Next, uh, we are introduced to uh, Hina, Ebina, Ebina, Ebina Hina. Uh, it's something with an H. All right, whatever. Ebina. She's a pervert. Total. She- crazy bitch yeah uh <laughs> she's the the type of girl who's really into like boy romances and yeah. she's not ashamed of it at all she's the fujoshi again a major source of drama source of drama in season two but for season one she's basically like a background character she she's a desk basically she is the comedy relief of the so there's like a male side character group mm-hmm. in which tobe the previous guy is the comedy relief mm-hmm and then there's the the side character girl group, of which she is the comedy relief. Yep. Moving on, we have our boy, our girl Kawasaki. Now she's the sundere. Yep. Okay. Uh, criminally underused. Very, very underused. criminally underused. She's the girl that everybody's scared of. Honestly, remove her from the series. Nothing changes. Um. Maybe they wouldn't have. Yeah, I guess she wasn't that consequential. Not at all. It not really. sucks. It sucks. Criminally she's, re- she's really fun. Her arc is a lot of fun. And it's just and she has a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. And because I I love it when you bring a sundera together with with another girl who likes the same guy. Because that always leaves like when you have two strong women in the same room competing for the same guy. It's hysterical. It's hijinks. And they did not take advantage of it. Sad. So I know I know her because of her name is just pretty easy to remember. Kawasaki, like the motorcycle. Yeah. But it's criminally underused. Very sad. Very sad. But we wanted to show so her anyway. Sad. Actually, we didn't. Sh- we, you, you didn't put Yukino. No, no. Uh, the blonde chick, right? Yeah. Yeah, we forgot about her. Yukino. Yukino. Yukino is the main girl. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Yumiko. Who are we talking it's, about? It's another Y girl. The blonde girl. It's another Y. The blonde. It's Yui. It's with an M, I think. Yumiko. I mean, let me just look her up. No, it's with a Y. Oh, it's Mura. That's something. Yumi. Yumi. Something Mura. Yukino. No. Uh, Yumino. Blonde. Yumiko. 
Chick Yumiko Numura. So, but look, Yumiko Miura. Yumiko Miura. Damn it, I was so close. So freaking close. Anyway. Also, the the author is a total asshole. We have a Yuigahara, a Yukino, a, a Yumiko. Yeah. Like, come on. A Kawasaki. It's brutal. Anyway, moving on. I mean, that's easy to remember, at least. It's a different letter. Yes. Moving on. We, we have Hachiman and Hayato. We have Ishika. Um, Iroha Ishika. She's introduced in season two and brings along her a whole buttload of fun. And I mean a whole buttload of fun. And judging Eric's face, I don't think he agrees. Oh, no. I really, really enjoyed her. I just... Looking at the story as a whole, I don't know what she brought to the table. I don't know what what her role was. What, she was a complication. Did she complicate anything, really? A lot. She complicated everything. We'll get into it. Ah, right, po- point is... She's great. She's uh, actually younger than everybody else. This whole else. episode so far has been uh, like just introducing it, the characters. It, it, We're introducing the characters. No, it, it's ju- it has just been a, a teaser for yeah. Click on the second half of this. This is gonna be fun. Exactly. So it's a <laughs> she is a a younger student who becomes the student body president, and uh, let's just say she her relationship with with uh, she she learns to appreciate how useful our boy Eight Man can be. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. And obviously she gets a little bit of a crush going on, but that happens with pretty much all the girls in the show. No. Almost. I don't think Mura. Mura. Mura? Well, because she didn't have an arc with him. True. Anyway. Do you not know how anime works? If you get an arc with the main character, you get a crush on him, okay? Oh, God damn it. That's how it is. Fine. Fine. Moving on. We have our Yukino's mother, whose name I don't even remember. Somebody call her Miss Yukino Shira. Yes. Uh, she's... The big bad. She's a... The big... She, well, well, she, the... She, she is presented as, like, the the biggest problem in so, Yukino's so, life. So let's say Haruna, the older sister, is, like, Loki, and she's Thanos? Yeah. Yeah. Our girl Yukino has a lot of issues with family, and it all comes basically from her mom. And I really Fair. wish the show went into those issues. Right? Yeah, that right? would have been, been a great right? thing for Yukino's right? character. Right? Right, but they didn't, unfortunately. No, they didn't. But, um... I, I, what's th- this is not a spoiler. Okay. But I still really don't understand what her... What Yukino and her mother's conflict is. They're too similar. I still really don't understand that conflict. They're too similar. Uh-huh. So, the... <laughs> Uh, okay, one wants to dominate the other person's life, and they're both strong. Well, I guess not that way. One is too overbearing and controlling, and uh, Yukino kind of wants to make her own decisions, but she feels like she's been turned into a puppet of her family. In a way. And they're forcing her to do what? Listen, listen. Yukino's got, like, the easiest problems ever. Oh my god, my family leaves me by myself. I, I guess the issue that she has is that she doesn't feel loved. She always felt like a replacement for the sister. I get... A sister who thinks she's better than her. Honest, but, so, she has a big problem because... She has, a, the, she has her, an issue her, with her, identity. Her sister is, like, getting groomed to become, like, the heir to the family mm-hmm. business or whatever. Mm-hmm. And her problem is that she's not. That's basically her problem, right? No, uh, her issue is that she doesn't have an identity, or she thinks she doesn't have an identity. And so she's basically 
who she is and who, whatever she's done is what her family's told her to do. And she's just followed along and they kind of leave her alone because she does whatever they, whatever they say. And so they start getting to conflict when she starts deciding, you know what, I, this is not who I want to be. And who she wants to be is in direct conflict with what the mom wants. So they're grooming the older sister to be something. And that's who she wants to be. That's who she's chasing. But that would be direct conflict with the, what the family wants. What does the mom want her to be? That is very weird. I think she just wants <laughs> her to be a replacement. A replacement for what? In case the sister dies? I guess. <laughs> I guess. That's my problem. I don't understand their conflict. It's it, like, if I understand if you have a character whose parents are very overbearing and they want to push her down a certain path to be a certain way. And she, they're fighting back against that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. The problem is, Yukino's mom doesn't do that. In fact, she kind of does the opposite because she kind of lets her live by herself. Like, if she was that overbearing, she would not let her, hey, w- during your high school years, you're going to live by yourself. No, but it's like, because she does whatever she's told. And let's see, the, the chat's saying something here. Uh, Yukino's mother has no heart. Eh, I wouldn't say that. Devil is a part-timer is getting season two after so many years, which means there's hope for no game, no life. I don't see how that's relevant, but I'm inter- interested in season two of both. We are, we're actually going to see Devil is a part-timer Wasn't there a, continu- a few weeks. Wasn't there a continuation for no game, no life? Um, there's a movie, Zero. But that, oh, that's a prequel? Yeah. Oh. And then uh, Yukino's problem is her sister and her mother. I wish Yukino would move out. Yukino doesn't live with them, so... Yeah, she's... I don't understand her... Uh, just, just It's fine. Let's move on. Let's move, move on. The, po- the, the point is, the mom's uh, uh, the big bad here. Next, we have Orishi. Oh, I, okay. I forgot her name. This is the former middle school uh, girl who our boy 8-man eight, eight uh, confessed to, asked her out, and who got rejected. And so she's basically the symbol of how much he's progressed in a way, of how he's changed. Kind of. So, she, so the measuring stick th- of, of how of how eight, eight, eight man has changed. Yeah, throughout the show, uh, eight man has like these flashbacks of middle school, where of embarrassing moments. It's the it's those cringy memories that you know you you might share where it's like, oh my god, when I, I wanted to like. Uh, I don't know, I was talking to this girl and I said something stupid and then you remember it for days. Yeah. And you want to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we see her. Is she also season two? I think so. Uh, yeah, she appears in season two. Yeah. And she starts getting involved, uh, especially with like school activities and whatnot. But she she's there to remind us who Hachiman well, used, used to be and how, te- how he is now. Technically, she appears in season one. But she becomes relevant season two. Anyway, moving on to our last final character, uh, Miss Yui's mom. I don't Yugi Mara? No, Yui Yui Yugara. No, no. Uh, he calls her uh, Yui Gamama, right? Yui Gamama. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why Eric put her here. He wanted to put her here, but best, she's she's a hot mom. So be, all right, be, best mom in the show. Best mom in the show by far because. Hachiman's mom is never there. Yeah, Hachiman's mom's never there. And Yukino's mom's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, by far, best mom in the show. And and she's always always wanting to invite 8-Man over to the house because she wants him to get it it on with Yui. Oh, yeah, she's definitely her her daughter's wingman, wingwoman, best Best, wingwoman, wingwoman, by far. She tries her best, man. Tries her best. Anyway, so, that's... That's that's the characters. That's the cast. We kind of introduced them. We kind of gave you a little bit overview. There's also a blonde. Uh, she's kind of a bitch. Yeah. Now we're getting into the story. So we're we're gonna break down a few seasons, and this is spoiler territory. So 
Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, starting now. If you don't want to know how the show ends, who ends up with who, if anybody ends up with anybody, who survives, who doesn't, and all that stuff, starting now, watch the show and then then keep watching. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. So, let's begin season one. Like I said. uh, You know what, Eric? I'll just let you take it. Where's Where's the area where you want to go to the most? Season one, in terms of the plot, I don't know if there's that much to say. There's, there's, def- just, there's definitely not a lot of focus on the romance. They're, they're setting up the characters. They're introducing the world. They're, but the the, por- the important thing about season one, season one sets up our boy 8-Man as the guy who is not afraid to become the villain in order to fix problems. So he actually doesn't really fix problems as much as that he makes them uh, – makes people – pretend like they're not there anymore so it's a very superficial way of fixing stuff and he's not afraid of becoming the villain when he's fixing whatever he wants it's It's like it's like people don't like me anyway i'm a loner i'll just i'll make people get mad at me when i solve stuff so it's not exactly that he's fixing it in a superficial way it's that he tends to neglect what people's response is going to be to whatever he does he He goes he he goes for the easiest solution it's and not, these solutions are kind of shady. Not necessarily the easiest solution because it's not really easy to make yourself like the villain, like to be so self-destructive. It's more that that's just how he knows how to deal with things. Mm-hmm. So he's and like, he can deal he's with like, it. He's like, what is the most logical and like straightforward way to like? He wants to tax things directly to the jugular. Doesn't matter, and the easiest he, way possible. Yeah, doesn't matter if he gets hurt along the way because mm-hmm. he's like nobody likes me anyway. Yeah, and so that's we're introduced that that's the way that he does things. Uh, on the other hand, Yukino, she believes in actually getting in there and trying to solve it in the the most efficient way possible, but that will help in the long run. Where a boy, 8-man, is immediate, uh, she's more on the long term, and then we got Yui, who's the heart of both of them. In the long term, and potentially not even working then. Exactly. So... That's season one, introduces the characters, they're great, you love them. Season two is where things get fun. And but, but gets fun, it's great writing in the sense that our boy, 8-Man, starts to pay for the consequences of his actions from season one. There's consequences, there's a, there's a follow-through. The way that he does things starts to weigh on, let's say, his soul, on his psyche, and all that stuff. He's starting to see that... Maybe I kind of fucked up here. Maybe I shouldn't have done it this way. And it's funny because I, I throughout the show, I remember thinking there's a point in season two. Season two is very heavy, and there's a point where I'm like, dude, this dude just needs to cry. Like, <laughs> like seriously, he just needs to let it out. Because our our boy eight man has a tendency to make himself the villain, makes himself hate, and he's like, fine, I I don't care, I'll, I'll hurt myself because I can take it, I can take it, I can take it. And it's the teacher who tells him like, dude. You're hurt. Maybe you can take it, but you're the you're hurting the people who care about you because we don't want you to see we don't want to see you get hurt. Yeah, that's, so there's externalities that he wasn't considering before, or externalities that didn't exist before. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the main thing, and that's like the main role that the professor has is making trying to get Hachiman out of that place and actually starting to meet people, creating relationships, and once you do that. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your decisions to, you know, hurt yourself in order to fix things, they tend to hurt others as a consequence because they start caring about you like yeah. before nobody actually cared about hachiman so it's like whatever but now you have people like yui and yukino who actually care about eight man and they don't want to see him handle things the way he does because they don't want to see him get hurt all right so because they kind of like him so in in season two uh our boy eight man and yukino they're starting to see eye to eye more they're starting to trust each other they're starting to be a rapport things are starting to work they're starting to come naturally and then there's a situation in a class trip. The class trip, basically, uh, the the side the sidekick of the of the the I'm gonna call I was gonna call him Captain America, but he's not Captain America. Yuma Yuma? No, what's his name? Toby. Toby, is it Toby? Uh, yeah, this guy. Okay, yeah, Toby. That guy decides like, hey, I wanna I wanna hit I, I wanna confess to another girl from our from our group. And so he goes to the service club and help, and is like, "Hey, could you help me out in hitting up and hitting this girl?" This one, yes, hitting on the pervert, hitting on this girl. Yes, and so a whole lot of drama ensues from that because, let's just say, how can I say without having to explain the whole story? I'll explain the whole story. It's easy. So this girl actually goes to the service club as well, and she knows that the guy wants to confess to him, but she doesn't want to ruin the dynamic of the friendship that they have as a group because she's gonna say no she's going to reject him she doesn't want to go out with him so she goes to hachiman specifically to ask her ask him for help to fix the situation in a very subtle way like honestly i didn't i didn't catch it no it's something that only she a paranoid and, and, person and mm-hmm. eight men understand yeah and so in this class trip they get to the point where you know this guy tobe he's about he's about to confess you know, his love towards Evina. Oh, also, uh, you can't forget that that Hayama, the, the jock dude. Hayato. Hayato. This dude asks Hachiman specifically to help. Like, he actually specifically goes out to Hachiman and says, like, dude, don't let this happen. Or see if you can stop it. Because he doesn't want things to change either. Later on, we find out something else. But the point is that this dude was directly involved. And that's when we start seeing, like, huh, maybe there's a little bit more to this dude than we thought before. But yeah, anyway. because they it, it's interesting they're hit hayato and hachiman's relationship with one another is interesting because they both openly acknowledge that they hate each other yeah it's weird because but you can see that they clearly respect one another in a weird way I, does eight man respect them i think I, he respects he he envies or respects what he has but he doesn't. Does he respect him? Like, like Hayama clearly respects, uh, and he even compliments Eight Man a bunch of times. But does he respect Hayama? I don't see. I don't. I wouldn't use the word respect there. Maybe it's not respect. It's more along the lines of God. I wish I could be more like. So it's envy. Him. Yeah, it's envy. But I don't know because 
Eight Man is very particular about letting us know he really doesn't hate himself. Like it, Hachiman does not hate the way he is, his his cynical personality and you know being being an introvert and whatnot and having people dislike him because he says weird things. He doesn't he doesn't hate that aspect of himself. It's not something that he actually wants to change. Yeah, true. He kind of accepts himself. But so he's, it's he's, not like, oh, I wish I could be that guy. But he's envious. In a way, it's more like he looks to Hayato as someone who um, can sort of help him understand how to... Deal with humans. Yeah, because we know we actually learn that Hayato is not the perfect guy. Not exactly. But season two, Hachiman, up and down moments. Season three was amazing. <laughs> sure <laughs> anyway so back back to the situation where these two are about to confess so our our dude tobe here is about to confess to hina Hina, evina evina whatever and uh our our boy our boy eight man is in the middle of an awkward situation he's like well on one hand i have one person as the dude's asking me to try to 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 help her to, to help him confess to this girl the girl is kind of indirectly telling me to don't let him do that and the other guy is telling me you you gotta do something to save it it's a no-win situation because no matter what you do somebody's gonna get screwed and And so here's the thing people always try to paint hachiman's way of doing things as the wrong way and i can see why but nobody else in this situation had a better solution than hachiman Mm -hmm. because if they actually went along with what was going to go on she was going to reject him, and the whole relationship was going to fall apart, right? Chip. Yep. So, yeah, he, he went about things his way, which are which is supposed to be the wrong way, and so because what, it hurts people. So what happened? But it, was, it got the job done. So what happened is, just as Tobey's about to confess to Evina, our boy Eightman runs right right in front of him, and he confesses to her. He's like, hey, I've always liked you. Would you go out, go out with me? And so Evina is like, no, thank you very much. I wouldn't say yes to anybody. I don't want to see anybody right now. Yeah, she like openly says nobody to, to, to Eightman nobody. specifically. Nobody. Like, no, if anybody, anybody, if anybody nope. asked me. I would say no. Yep. Done. Reject. Yeah. And, and so. And, and Tobey, he kind of gets the hint. He's yeah. like, oh. So he's oh, pissed. Good, good thing that I, that I didn't. Yeah. So it's weird because he's pissed because they he stole his shot, but at the same time he's like, "Well, at least I can still pretend or something." Like I, I did not get him embarrassed and stuff like that. And so it he's not angry, not happy. Uh, our our boy Hayama's like, "Well, thank you for you know doing things this way." But the girls, on the other hand, these two not happy at all. They are very upset. Yeah, at, uh... and that's when uh, the first time that we actually have open conflict that actually deep deep conflict with a uh, yukino and uh and yui yukino and our boy eight man and so they even they say like i hate the way you do things and you know what's funny there the, the only reason why she said that i think is because she didn't have an argument against it i mean probably like you said it's like yeah okay it worked but i hate the way you do things it's like i'm upset it worked fine i'll give you that but th- i hate the way you do things and this happens later on in season two yeah, when they do the whole thing with the cultural festival. Yeah, on the roof. Yeah, same kind of thing. They keep saying yeah, like, at the end of season like, one. Really? Yeah. Season oh. one, cultural festival, season one. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, where they just go like, man, like that worked good, but I hate why. Why must you always do things the way you do? Which I don't get. What 
what the writer is trying to tell us. He's doing things and they work. But he's doing what? them the wrong way. What's and the also, right way? And we also, never see for, the right way. First off, it, it would have been better to just let him confess and let everything blow out. It would have been would better. It? Yeah, because otherwise... Have you ever been with somebody in, in a room with somebody where you know you're pretending to not notice something or you're pretending not to talk? It's weird. It's tense. You're not really relaxed. You're not happy there anymore. And that's what happens. That's what happens when you just put, put a coat of paint on it. Yes. It, you're not fixing but- the issue. It's a, you, you know what? You, yeah. grew, you grew up in TJ. You know what happens when you just put concrete over a big giant pothole? You're supposed to fix what's underneath. You're supposed to go in there, fix the pipes that were leaking that caused the pothole to begin with, and then you put cement over it. First off, in TJ, they just put in dirt All right, on fine. the potholes. Fine. Okay? fine. It's great dirt. The most beautiful dirt yeah. you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And second off, I would have been perfectly cool if Ebina and Tobey's relationship had been ruined because of that. But it wasn't. It was just they just kept being friends, and it, they didn't. It didn't become awkward. Like Hachiman's solution, which was apparently the wrong solution, worked ultimately. Did it? Yeah, because their relationship. These two. These two's relationship. Sure, they didn't become boyfriend and girlfriend, but it didn't change. Like throughout the series, they just they just stayed in the same friend group. No, we don't. The know. friendship dynamic didn't get ruined. We don't know. We don't so know. we have to assume it stayed the same. We can't assume it got ruined. I don't know. I do believe they talk about it, but I don't know if that was the manga or if it was uh, on the show. But they do talk about it and like, yeah, things are kind of weird. I mean, but then again, it's not... you're, you're seeing it. You, we're we're seeing it from Hachiman's perspective, where he's seeing it everything like like everything that he did was ruined, and so he's the one that believes that he messed up. He's the one that believes it, our boy Hachiman. And so, I mean, he's the one that's actually seeing it. I don't, I don't think the show is ever ne- necessarily clear on why the way Hachiman does things is wrong. Because he's just, he's not fixing problems. And he's only putting himself in a situation where he's the one that gets hurt. So, for example, season one cultural festival chick runs away they need to get her back in time so that she does the ceremony all right fine hachiman finds it first with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He does things the way he does, and then problem fixed. She goes to the place. No, Hachiman himself says, "I know exactly what I need to say, but I can't say it, so I'm going to do it my way." Uh huh. So he knew what he had to do. To, I'm not saying there's the only. Way. I'm not saying there's only one way to do things. I'm just saying. It was not presented that, oh, the way Hachiman did things only made things worse. It did make worse things worse for him. He was hated. He didn't care. It, but he should... The thing is that he should have cared. Why? Because people are... Yes, people that care about him. The teacher explains it. Uh-huh. It's like, you getting hurt, people hating you, hurts the people who care about you. Well, first off, Yukino very specifically says that you... The the fact that you think that people care or think about you enough to hate you is ego. Is not really like... no. That's when they were talking. That's when they were talking about the 
him being able to make a speech that makes everybody hate him. What's that? Uh, when when they were discussing student like the, the council? student council stuff, yeah. What was the result of that one? Uh, he doesn't do the speech. Yeah, I know that. Hmm. But why would he think that they hate him at that point? It's because of what he did earlier. No, because people are just making fun of him. And uh, no, but he thinks that the school hates him because of what he did during the cultural festival. Uh, yeah. They don't. They don't really care about him. Exactly. So it's on its own head. What was the damage? He's hurting himself. He's the one that's isolating himself, and he's not happy that way either. He clearly says he's perfectly happy about it. He's pretending. I don't believe him. All right. Anyway, so after that, there's a whole bunch of drama with uh with the student council because that's when we're introduced to our girl Ishika, and like Iroha. I said, what is Ichika? Yeah, it is. <laughs> She's some bitch. Iroha Ishika. Iroha Ishika. And so I'm using her first name. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, our girl Ishika is a whole buttload of fun, and basically. Somebody, some scoundrel out there, nominated her to be the class pre- uh, to to be the not class representative, like the school representative, student no, council, student council president, student council president, and she doesn't want to be it. So she wants to lose. However, she does not want to look bad losing, and she, so she feels that if she loses, she'll she's, look like a loser. Yeah, and she doesn't want that. Exactly. She still wants to look cool, but she doesn't want to do the work. And so she goes to the service club and is like, "Hey, can you guys help me out? I don't want to do this." And so Hachiman has one solution, which is basically. You need to tank a speech and make everybody hate you. And so everybody's going to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't vote for this girl. And uh, Yukino's option is, you know what? You ne- we need to find a better candidate. And somebody who does the job. Our boy Hachiman disagrees because it's like, if you find somebody else to run, then it's going to be like, what, a puppet government? And what's the point in that? And so basically, they decide, you know what? You do things your way. Ultimately, I do my way. Ultimately, it actually is a puppet government. Of course. And it's like, you know what? You do things your way. You do things my way. And we'll see what works out. You know so. that. You know that. That is my fucking problem with Yukino and her way of doing things. Why? She's the one who's the most self-destructive of all. Explain. She's always the one who's like, "All right, I'm gonna do things my way," and you know we're we're gonna try and make it you know logical and whatnot. But she's always the one who ends up exhausted and having to do all the work and you know having to take the blame for shit. She's the one who's doing herself the most harm. That's you, exactly how you, Hachiman does things. You can uh, okay. Listen, you. Yukino and Hachiman are two sides of the same coin, meaning they see things differently, but they're made of the same stuff. Uh-huh. And so, the, basically, the difference is one wants to do it the harder way, and one wants to do it the easy way. So, uh, it's not really... Who wants who? Uh, uh, Yukino wants to do it the harder way, and cause the, the way that requires work. In fact, she says it when, when they're training our, our, boy, our boy Saika. Like, no, you're going to run till you die, you're going you're gonna to do push-ups till you die, you're going to train till you die. Our, our boy Hachiman, he's like, eh, let's just take the easy way out. So they're two sides of the same coin. Just they see things differently. Oh, yeah, there's an episode where they play tennis. Yeah, it's fun. Anyway, so one requi- one wants to do the hard work. Her, her weakness is that she doesn't have the stamina for it. The other guy doesn't want to do the work. And his weakness is that he doesn't, he doesn't care if he's hated or he's not I social. Think, I don't think he's ever really necessarily presented as someone who doesn't want to do the work. But he wants to take the easy way out. Does he? Like, Dude, keep in mind. Dude, keep, keep we, in, keep we, in we mind. See, keep, we keep, see his homework every single like, throughout the show. He's using the lazy way out every time. Every time he uses the lazy way out. But literally, keep in mind. Like for example, in the student council thing, where you know Yukino is starting to get 
super overwhelmed because no, it's in the cultural festival one. Yeah, uh, she's getting overwhelmed, and the actual you know leader of the oh I yeah guess is the student council. Yeah, yeah, she's doing no work, and she, the service club gets asked to help with the with the, the cultural festival. with the cultural festival. Oh, there's a lot. There, there's there's a, lot of, a lot of event planning in this fucking show. Oh, so much event planning. So much event planning. There's two proms. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, the point By is... By the way, Japan doesn't have proms. Fuck. Yeah. But anyway, the point is our, our girl Yukino gets asked... Her via boy the, Yukino. Via, I say our girl. Anyway, so she gets asked via the the service club if she could help be the chair for the for the cultural festival. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, help out the chair of the... And so the chair is like, well, I don't have to do anything because I already have my little robot here doing everything. Anyway, what were we arguing about before? Uh, so she's getting overwhelmed with work because she's trying to, you know, take on everything. Yeah. And so Hachiman is also getting overwhelmed with work because he's like, well, I want to help out. But how do I man- how do I fix this? Because there's clearly a problem where... Most most of the work is going to very few people, mm-hmm. and some of the people are doing no work. So the way he does things his way in that in that one is literally by speaking up and saying, "Hey, you're kind of a lazy shit, aren't you?" Oh, uh, that that and scene every, is hysterical. And everybody presents this as like, "Oh no, he shouldn't have said that. That's the wrong way to do things." No, he no, didn't care no, about no, her no, emotions. No, 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 like, no, 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 no. No, he just said no. what was true. No, no, no. He even did the thing with the kanjis. No, no, no. For human. Here's the issue. He presented himself. He presented the situation like he did not want to do all the work. Uh huh. So like he was like, oh, like he wanted to to slack off. It's like, oh man, I got to do all this stuff, and some other people aren't doing anything, and blah blah. Well, he's so, saying more like, uh, I'm, yeah, I, they can, they can, he, he, like, don't don't worry. I'm sure that uh, if, if you're if you get overwhelmed, you'll you'll pass your work on to me. Yeah, and so that's that's the way he's doing it, and that's why it's. I don't and know, you know what he is. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In, you see, in that situation, Yukino is wrong. Yukino is also a loner. Yukino does not know how to ask for help and all that stuff. She, it's not in her. So it's, for her, it's like, if something comes up to me, I'm just going to keep doing it. Fine. I, I, can do it, I can do it by myself. Our boy, our boy, Eight Man, he's the one that realizes this. He's like, okay, I'm going to help her out. So he sees her weakness, and he, he uses his method to try to help her. But he's not fixing his own issues. That's the, ish, that, that's the problem. I and, agree and, and, my boy Hachiman needs to learn to love himself. And more. that and that's why Yukino starts to respect him and starts to rely on him because he's okay, he kinda gets me. And so even if we don't have to say it, he kinda gets me, he kind of understands me. Because again, we're made from the same stuff. Very similar yeah. in a lot of ways. And so that that's the issue there. Anyway, moving on. Uh so what what were we? Oh yeah, the student council stuff. So basically our our boy our our, the solution for for Yukino is like you know what I'm gonna run for student council, and so that way that way Ishika doesn't have to run for student council and then problem solved. And Yui is like no we don't we we don't if she runs by for the student way council, y- Yui has been around all this yeah she just she Yui, doesn't she doesn't get involved that much in the, the the plot lines themselves and that's a problem. She's a backup. She's we'll, we'll, we'll get into Yui we'll get yeah. into Yui. Because Yui's great, but we'll get into Yui. Anyway, so Yui's like, you know what? No, because if you get into student council, you only have a one-track mind. So this will destroy the service club, and I don't want the service club to end because I love the service club. So I'm going to run for student council president. And then our boy 8-man, he's like, you know what? If these two start running, then there's going to be an issue. And you know what? I'm not going to run for student council president. I'm going to do something better. 
I'm going to convince the girl that asked us to, to not become student, part of student council president to actually want to be the student council president. And so yeah. he uses shady methods to convince her that she's going to win because people love her. He and creates, she, like, fake in, accounts on, online yeah, and stuff for accounts for other people <laughs> and then sucks, sucks them up. And it's a, great, it's a great little con, and it convinces her to keep running. And so she, since she wants to run now, um, the service club no longer has to save her. And so the service club's like, all right, okay, we won't do it. However, he didn't realize that he made a major mistake here. And the major mistake, well, I wouldn't say a major mistake, but it came with a complication. The complication a was... snafu, you could say. You know what snafu means? Uh, it's like a, like, a, like a conundrum, right? Yeah, but it comes actually from the military. It means situation normal, all fucked up. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, for details. It's like FUBAR? Yeah. Yeah. Situation enough. normal, dot, dot, all fucked up. Hmm? Yeah. And so um, this the snafu that comes here is that Yukino actually did want to be student body president. She actually... Kind of? No, she actually did want it. And it's weird. She didn't want to admit that she wanted it for one reason, one reason only. What do you think it is? Uh, because she didn't want to be the same as her sister? No, because her sister wasn't never the student council president. She wanted to be student council president because her sister was never student council president. No, she didn't want to do it because her sister tried nudging her to do it. So there's a situation where the sister... Also, yeah. The her, sister her, meddles a lot. Her, her sister's... And this is, becomes a problem later on in later seasons. All of the... They find the weirdest ways to get all of the characters in the same room. And it's fun. It, it's fun, but it makes no sense. No. It's like, how do, how do all these adults have all this free time? Like, aren't you in college? Like, aren't you, like, in med school? <laughs> I thought you were a politician. Yeah, what the hell is happening? What's going on? Yeah, but uh, the point is, the sister kind of tries pushing her into into that, and she's like, no, I don't want to do it, because my sister wants me to do it. And But since the service club got the request, she's like, all right, fine, I guess I have to do it. Since Hachiman removed that from the way, she's like, well, I don't have that excuse anymore, so I'm going to drop out. It's a weakness of character, Sure. Yukino is not perfect, and that's one of her bigger flaws. But that did cause a whole bunch of load of tension because Yukino is like, clearly you don't get me as well as I thought you did. She's a weird character. They're, <laughs> they're all weird characters. They're all weird characters. Look, maybe it's because I'm a dude. Maybe it's because I remember being a teenage boy. Okay. Hachiman makes perfect fucking sense. What? Okay? <laughs> Listen. He makes perfect sense. Listen, of course he the does. The whole time. He sees a problem, he sees a solution, he sees a solution his way because he's a he's, you know, he's narrow-minded. You know, you know, you know when a, when a girl comes to you with a problem? Yeah. And she talks about it, 
they, then they don't want a pro- they don't they want don't, a solution. They don't want you to, and they don't actually want you to solve the problem or help solve the problem. No, they want you to listen. Yes. Hachiman is having none of that bullshit. First off, Yukino never wants to talk to Hachiman about problems. Uh-huh. And so that's that's irrelevant here. No, but that's the same type of idea with that's the only reason we're presented why Hachiman is Okay, aside from like you're putting yourself as the scapegoat, as the, you know, people you want every, everybody to hate. Uh, that's the only reason we're ever really presented why Hachiman is wrong in the way he does things. He's wrong because he's pushing people away. Uh, I don't think he is. I mean, he clearly was pushing people away. I and, think and, he clearly and, and, wasn't because the more he did things, the more people he got around him. <laughs> but the like, more what the fuck? No, but he was hurting people. He was hurting his, himself, and he was isolating himself. He he clearly was no longer happy. He knew that he broke something, and he didn't know how to communicate it exactly. They should. This dude was just not. It, they're not good at communicating. None of them. None of them. And that's the issue. Sometimes, uh, in fact, they even say this. Like, well, since you guys weren't saying anything, I didn't say anything, and I thought that's what you wanted because nobody was saying anything. I I agree. That, uh, especially with the main three characters, you actually have to read a lot into... Dude, for... In, into for, into there, even, for, even their looks, not even what they say. Yeah. Because... For two characters and, that say that they hate superficiality, their relationship was super superficial on season two, and that—that's the problem. That's what dude, they, Yukino leaves the show for like half the season. Yeah, and that's what they wanted to convey. And let's go back to these two. Anyway, oh no, so, so anyway, let, let, let's move on because we haven't sure. heard character. It makes sense. No, uh, so oh yeah, Studio Council President, our, our girl Ishika wins, and the then things continue where. Clearly, she wasn't up for the job, and they start planning an event, a Christmas event with another school, which is where we're introduced again to the former uh, middle school friend. Former flame. Yeah, and so our, our girl... Actually, no. Uh, we're introduced to her when he go when Hayato oh, goes yeah, on, a right. da- on the date. They go on a date. And there's a little misunderstanding. Oh, of and course. And here's one of the drop plot lines that I hated the most about the show. What? Hayato, he had a crush on Yukino. Did he? Yes. Did he? Yes. Did they he? even explicitly say it. Well, I mean, not explicitly, but when when the the friend, the Tobe, they go on the trip and he's talking to Hayato at night and he's like, "Oh man, I really like Evina. She's so cool. I love her." Hey, what do you what about you, uh Hayato? Like who 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 is there somebody you like? He's like, "Ah, oh, fuck off." And he's like, "Ah, oh, come on, tell me, tell me, tell me." And he's like, "All right, yeah. Ooh, what 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 letter does does her name start with? Why? You know, I'm gonna about now. She he could have been talking about Yui, or he could have been talking about yes. the older sister. Yes, yes, or you you Yumiko. Who Yumiko? The, 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 the blonde? Mura Mura. No, because that's her last name. Still, that it's also her last name. I know, but I don't think it's, I don't know Yuki Noshita. I mean, the, the the point is, there's a lot of characters with Y in the name, yeah, and this is clearly meant to go somewhere. I thought I thought there were. It's the older sister. Even if it is, they never go anywhere with it. They do. They're, they they you, they show them hanging out by themselves a lot. Uh huh. In fact, she says the I don't know even tells him that she loves him, just the way he is. No, she doesn't. She says she thinks he's boring. 
but no, I, I mean, <laughs> there's a situation in a bar when they're together. And she's like, you know, I love you. Stuff like that. Yeah, she does it to tease him. Is he teasing her? Is is it real? And, and, and if there's I a mean, character, that ninety nine percent of her dialogue is teasing. Okay, it's and, the sister. And so, who would you fall in love with? The girl who's teasing you, or the girl who's just throwing her ass at you? Is this a is this a, <laughs> is this a rhetorical question? <laughs> no. The the point Baca? is, it make it, to me, it makes sense for him to have the crush on the older sister. Sure, but they never go anywhere with it. I thought it was subtext. I thought the reason why they were uh, setting it up was to pay it off later, and that would help Hachiman and Yukino's relationship evolve. Not necessarily into a romantic one, but one where they actually have to be more open and honest with one another. At least on what their personal romantic opinions are on Blondie Boy over here. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Also, the little sister is around uh, constantly. Okay, I agree. It was a wasted opportunity. But anyway, uh, let's let's move and on. In my opinion, it was just dropped. Because to me, it was clearly setting that up. I don't know. I, I feel like it was they a- even have another storyline where somebody starts a rumor that Hayato and Yukino are going out, and Yukino immediately shuts it down. Yeah, of course he shuts it down because it's not true. But it's clearly where they're trying to put it up, put it put it up because have, have you he ever, doesn't actually hate the, have, the rumor have you ever actually considered that that's all it was what that they say oh somebody the setup of oh i like somebody named with y and they're like oh are you dating yukino and so he's like oh no he takes it really seriously because he likes older sister no and he's like no if, if, if this gets a word to the older sister that i'm trying to bang and i'm trying to like you know hook up with and she's like oh well you like my little sister then I, she's gonna torture me even more with it no, I don't think that's where it was going. I think it was. Anyway, so uh, the student council gets together, and that's, again, where we're introduced to the old friend who, yeah, as we said, we forgot to mention they did go on a date before. But She's uh, kind of an airhead. Yeah. Uh, Ishika decides she's way over her head, and she starts asking 8-Man for help. Uh, well, she goes to the service club for help, and 8-Man feels guilty. He's like, well, I, I kind of made her the student body president, so I believe I should help, but... Does Yukino, I mean, Yukino wanted to be the president, and I kind of forced her out of it, so making her help, Ishika seems like torture, so I shouldn't do it. So I should just do it by myself and not the service club. So he, he isolates himself again to do things by himself, and uh, there's a whole lot of drama ensues, but you get to spend a whole lot of time with Ishika, and Ishika is a whole lot of fun. She's, a, she's dude, a little ball of spunk. Dude, it's really weird, because Ishika plays eight man like a fiddle she plays him like a fucking fiddle she's she's, she's very she's very manipulative oh it, manipulative but in the greatest way possible like i i love her character because uh she's she's the complication for everything and everyone i loved it yeah she's the one who doesn't hold her tongue much no which is refreshing in the in the show yes but she also helps out she also has like a good heart but again She's always manip- she always has an angle. She's always manipulating, and she's the one person who actually plays our boy, our boy Hachiman. I don't know if the one person, but yeah. All right, who else plays him? Like the, the on the level that Ishika does. The sister. Does, does the sister play him? I mean, Yukino's sister. The, I mean, does the sister play him? Like, does Haruna actually play him? 
I think so because everything works out for her. I don't <laughs> think I, I I don't think so. Everybody always ends up doing what she want and wanted them to do. I I don't think so because uh, like Hachiman is always aware that there's an angle with her because he he can see she's a snake and so he's like ah I'm very aware. But he, he he can also see the fucking easy. Uh, Ishikai but, is a but his guard is not up. He's like, ah, she's kind of a dummy. She thinks she's smart, but she's kind of a dummy. And he ends up doing what she says. Hachiman always does what everybody says. He's a he's a harem main protagonist. <laughs> it's like if a girl's in trouble, he's gonna do something about it. Like, hey. That's just that's just what what protagonists do. Anyway, the point is that's probably like uh, like for an antisocial guy, he sure has a lot of friends and and they're all and, a bunch of hotties. And, and he all gets in always gets involved yeah. in like student activities and and shit. And and the best part of Ishika is that she keeps reje- constantly rejecting Hachiman, which is all funny because he's never hitting on her. It's hysterical. <laughs> like oh oh, I'm sorry, sorry, not right now. I'm sorry, maybe later, but not right now. That, that, it is that, that's her gimmick. It's pre- it's pretty funny, dude. It's great. It's great. I I love Ishika. She was the breath of fresh air. In in a very very dark season, I want to say it's dark. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's a heavy. All right. Season. So ultimately, the the situation with the party is not getting worked out, and so our our boy Eight Man is like, you know what? I have to, I have to go ask for help. But he he goes not because he needs help, but because the teacher helps him realize that dude, you you are not in this alone, and you don't consider emotions and stuff like that. So so the teacher kind of like knocks him straight and helps him understand a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't clear to him before, and so all this time. Our boy Hachiman has been carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. All the every, every single thing that he's been repressing, like, ah, oh, that didn't hurt me, it didn't carry, he's been repressing it. And like I said, I've never had the situation before. I'm like, dude, that dude just needs to cry. That dude just needs to cry. So he goes to the service club, heart, puts his heart on his sleeve, and tells the what does he ask them for? What does he ask them besides for help? He, what does he want? That's when he says, like, yo, like, I want the real thing. I just want something genuine. He wants, he wants... He wants to stop this fake bullshit. Yeah, and so he's like, he he tears up. He op- he first time he actually openly says what what his heart wants, and of course our li- sweet little robot girl does not know how to react, and she just runs the fuck out of the room. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can just get the fuck out of there. Look, you can probably see where I'm going with all with these reactions, but uh, Yukino has this way. Of acting that just really annoys me. Dude, it's... In a person. Something that she did not expect is happening and she doesn't know how to react with emotion. Imagine imagine if all of a sudden, I don't know, what, what is the last thing you would expect a robot to do? I don't know, make me a sandwich. I don't, I don't know, like like show you emotions. Like imagine if it's like, it starts crying and telling you something, you'd be like, eh, this is weird. I don't know. <laughs> You just don't understand her. Have you never met like a robot girl? Yeah. And so, do you? Yeah. Have you ever seen them handle like an awkward social situation or like an awkward emotion? Like I don't know how to deal with this. Uh... They tend to walk out away from the situation because like I don't know what to do with this. I'm uncomfortable, and since I'm uncomfortable, I just want to get out of here. And she does a weird arm thing, and like ah, she runs. She just has this thing where I just feel like her character is not consistent whatsoever. What do you mean? Because she has these moments where she's completely in control and seems like the total alpha, you know, alpha female in the room. And, you know, she's, like, talking down to, like, you know, other girls who are trying to, you know, make fun of her or something. And then she has these other moments where she's, like, completely just spurgs out and just runs out of the room because she doesn't know how to handle things. It's very inconsistent. No, it's because it's something that she cares about. It's someone that she cares about. It's something that actually has emotion. She can be the ice queen with some. 
fuck that guy right there. I don't know him. But this is somebody that she cares about. And she doesn't get it. And she sees she she sees he's hurt. He's hurting. Like, imagine, like, Superman. Like, the, the dude that you consider to be, like, uh, also made out of ice. Also made out of steel. Unbreakable. And all of a sudden, you see him break in front of you. You're like, ah. Now, Yui's reaction is like, oh, my God. I'm going to go help him. Her reaction is like, what the fuck is happening? Ah, and she runs the fuck out of there. It makes perfect sense. She's a cat person. Of course, cat people. They're like, ah, don't touch me. She, she freaks out. She, she, there's something off about her. It, yes, there's something very off about her. And that's why she runs away. And then after that... So they meet up in the roof and they kind of like let on the open. Like, oh, I want something genuine. What does this mean? I don't know, but I want it. Like, what, what do you want? What is it? What do you want? What, what do you mean? I don't know. We can talk about it until we figure it out. They don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so and so they decide, you know what? We're going to help you out. And they help him out. And, they've, and they fix the situation. And you eat suggest the coolest thing ever let's go to the aquarium let's go to the aquarium aquariums are awesome yes after after they have a cooking class because they need it's 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 valentine's day and i don't know if you know this in japan and valentine's day girls give guys they like chocolates chocolate yeah chocolate. It's, it's a it's backwards over there so yeah and during valentine's day the girls give candy to the boys they like and then in white day yeah, so one month later, they have this thing called White Day where the guys then give uh, chocolate in return to the girl who gave them yes. candy. It's actually, that sounds fun. That sounds cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Or even the, the, you know, in reverse, whatever. Yeah, it takes the pressure off, right? Well, it's, and it's also, obviously, they see it as, you know, a girl gives a boy a, some, a chocolate on Valentine. They see it as like, ooh. He likes her. What? I'm not. But uh, they they give it to like multiple people and stuff. It's it it can be that you know declaration of love thing, or it can also be like, hey, like here, uh, older brother, have a chocolate. Anyway, so they make a class where they start uh, showing girls how to make chocolate and stuff for the boys that they like. Actually, and- that that is the first problem Yui comes uh comes with in the show, right? That she can't cook. Yeah, that's that's how she introduces it. Mm-hmm. That she can't. She wants to make cookies for the boy that she likes, but she's a terrible cook, and so they help her out to try to make cookies. And she decides, you know what? I'm gonna figure out on my own because they give her opposite solutions. And she decides, she... I'm gonna figure out. I'm gonna work on it on my own. She doesn't say it's for the boy she likes. She does. She doesn't. She does. She says because she wants to learn how to cook. No, she said it's for the boy that I like. I'm like, well, why don't you ask your friends? And she's like, I don't really want them to know about this. Who who is she referring? Hayato, I guess. Hayato, no, uh, Mura, and uh, she likes Evina. the blonde chick. Who? Who does Yui like? At the beginning, are you a fucking dumbass? She likes Eight Man. Why does she like him at the beginning? Because she he saved her dog. Oh, that's fucking stupid. He's the dude who jumped into traffic to save her dog. We didn't mention this. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, this. You know what? I didn't mention it because I forgot about it because it's ultimately not. It's the most important reason why Yui's there. I mean, look. Not really. Yeah. Because they specifically say after the whole thing. and So, okay. In the first day of high school, Hachiman was going was riding his bike towards high school. And he had this idea of, I'm gonna, it's a fresh start. I'm, I'm going to make friends. I'm not going to be a loser anymore. I'm going to be a different person. And on the way there... uh. What he knows is that a dog runs into the street because his owner, like, 
you know, some dumbass. Yeah, let, let go of him by accident. Couldn't hold on a leash of a small little schnitzer or whatever. A little weenie dog. Yeah. <laughs> I love that dog. Sable? <laughs> Sable. That's a great name. <laughs> uh, he runs into the street, so Hachiman's like, oh, no, I need to save that dog because he's about to get run over. So he saves the dog, and he gets run over himself, and yeah. he breaks his leg, and he has to miss, like, a fir- the first few months like of high school. Like 10 days or something. Yeah. And... So when he gets to high school, finally, everybody's already have their clique and everything. So he's a loner anyway. Yeah. So he's and, automatically and he gets run excluded. over for a very nice black car. A very, very nice, very nice black car. Anyway, it turns out that the girl who with the dog was Yui. And it turns out that the owner of the car was uh, Yukino. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yukino's family, yeah. Yeah, Yukino's family. But Yukino was in the car. I, yeah, but nothing really went there with that. It happened. <laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> no, it didn't. Dude, again, it's one of the conversations that ha- that happens without actually happening. So, all right. So, so it didn't fucking happen. No, you just didn't follow along. Okay, so our boy Eight Eight Man is uh, oh, shocked. It, shocked. It, this go- this uh, plotline is the reason why. So first, Hachiman finds out about the incident, and he finds out that Yui was the owner of the dog. So, he has, like, this confrontation with Yui where he goes, like, all right, so I found out that turns out you were the, the person with the dog. So, the reason that I, you don't have to hang out with me anymore out of obligation. because you, pity. Yeah, because you you obviously feel bad uh, about being, it was kind of your fault that I ended up being a loner. So, don't feel bad about it. Like, I would have been a loner anyways. Yeah. So, that, that and Yui kind of. Gets upset. Gets upset about that. And why? Well, because I, clearly at that point, she likes him. Because Eight Man does not take into account her emotions. The problem with yeah. Eight Man always calculating, he never takes into account emotions. He never actually takes into account uh, Yui's emotions. Look, but in that at that point, because I think this is season one, actually. Yeah. At that point, it actually makes perfect sense for Hachiman to think that. Because why exactly would Yui want to start hanging out with him? and stuff and just going out of her way oh turns out that i she's the reason why my high school life kind of got fucked up in the first place so she feels bad about it so she's taking pity on me this has been his personal experience his entire life up to that point i get it it's, it makes just, it's a per- character flaw yeah it makes perfect sense for him to be Complete, he's paranoid i don't blame him for it like i've always said i don't blame him for it yeah he's a paranoid guy he's but- like oh Oh, this beautiful girl is hanging out with me the whole time, and she seems like she likes me. Oh, turns out she's like got some other motive. That that must be the reason why he doesn't really consider that. 
oh, it's because she she might actually like me, because he is he explicitly says multiple times that you shouldn't say stuff like that. They're gonna make you're gonna make uh, me think that you like me. Uh huh. Because he says he's a he's a troubled lad. He's a troubled lad. Yeah. yeah. He he doesn't know how to accept love. But yeah. anyway, the point is, Yui likes him from the beginning. In fact, when when the thing happens afterwards, she is like, "Can you put the dots? Can you connect the dots?" Anyway, the conversation between between well, by the way, when uh, when our boy Eight Man he discovers that it was Yukino's car, and he's like, "Oh, I can't believe that Yukino would lie," and this really affects him because he sees he idolizes Yukino like he's she's this elemental being who would never lie and well, never lie, and so he's like, "If even she's capable of lying, and I couldn't see it." Then that what how how big of a dumbass am I? What other things am I missing? What's happening to me? And so that leads to a certain bit of conflict. And then they have a conversation about it where indirectly he's like, "Yeah, you kind of lied to me about that." And she's like, "I never lied. When you walked in here the room the first time, I didn't know who you were. Like I didn't know you." Mm-hmm. And so that's that's their way of putting it kind of like under the rug. It's like, "Okay, you didn't lie, and you are you feel bad for not saying something about it before." But he they both missed their shot on it. So they both kind of like just moved on, but they did have a conversation about it. It was just an indirect conversation. That was lampshading. No, that was not. That lamp was shading. a lampshade. That was not through a lampshade. And through that was not. That a was the shade. shade of the lamp just going on, and you're like, "I have acknowledged the situation, therefore we can move on from it." That's who they are. They're they, they're like, okay, it makes sense, I guess. All right, I move on. That's that's literally who they are. To me, it made perfect sense. To me, the problem is the show keeps presenting all of these situations and then not really following through with them and just saying that, it, you well, know, I mean, shit you're, happens you're, sometimes. You're, you're upset because it didn't follow through in the way that you wanted it to. What way? In a way that's, like, more out there, more bland, like, more communicative. They're not communicative people. You need to understand who they are. And who they are is weirdos who can't express themselves, so they try to kind of, like, indirectly say stuff, and they assume that the other person can understand them or hope that they can you know the problem with that is the audience. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It's hard for the audience. It's like, but I could follow it easy. No, the problem is you're having to do the work that the that the author's not doing for you. I understood it perfectly. You because you're doing put you're putting that you're projecting whatever you thought that the author meant, and you're trying to like say, oh, it's obviously that's what was happening. When in reality, you, the author just didn't really get into it much. I thought they did, and it made, like I said, to me, perfect sense, and it was well done. It was. It made sense for them. It was fine. I didn't honestly. I didn't personally care about that specific plot line where it's like they all technically knew each other beforehand, and it's like this major event. Like I didn't really need, think it needed to be like Yukino's car. It just made sense for like. For no, it made y- it Yui and, and Hachiman's relationship. No, dude, you don't get it. You don't get the point. You don't get the point. You're like a Game of Thrones de- defender. No. That's what no. you are. Here's what oh, you don't get. Clearly, this is what you know, the, no. the, no, no, the no, no, creators no, no. wanted dude, you right, to okay, think. So we're, so we're just going to skip a whole bunch of stuff. You, uh, Yukino and and 8-Man are on a collision course. They've always been a collision course. That's the issue. That's why if you follow the show through Yui's perspective, this show's a tragedy. Because she can see the collision course a mile away, and she's doing everything in her power to stop it. We can see the collision course because it's anime, and we know always, always, always how this type of story goes down. And it goes down exactly as you would have expected. Okay, yeah, and like, and Yui's trying to stop it. 
That's that's her thing. Her her, her whole goal throughout the show, she wants to stop the collision course. Apparently but, not. But the thing because in season three, she gives up. Wait a minute. She gives no. up. Wait. Well, they we'll little finger that. her. No, they we'll, little finger the you don't, fuck out of her. Again, you don't get it. They. You you see you know you what's the what's the name of season season three climax this show doesn't have a climax you don't get it it has no so, climax so you missed it again no it's just the <laughs> characters completely just being like okay everything's fine and we're not gonna have a conflict we're not gonna try to and deal with anything like the whole time we're being told they're they're having problems communicating then you guys need to communicate more. Oh, there's a problem. There's a clear problem. Obviously, there's a love triangle going on. You need to communicate this stuff. No communication ever happens. It's just she gives up, and then the ending. You don't get what happened. So yeah, you I get what right, happened. So so Yui had a wish, right? Yeah. Okay. And so she could have, if she wanted to, she could have been like, "Well, you had to pick me." She could have, right? <sighs> Not, I don't, Wait, she's first, she's first off, first off, have you ever, like, in real life encountered, like, a couple where you can see that they're on a collision course? Yeah. All right. Okay. And so, you, have you, has that ever happened with somebody you liked? Uh, from what perspective? From the perspective of would-be Yui. So, me liking someone who's going to go with someone else. Yeah. And you can see it from a mile away. Even, like, they pretend to like each other or whatever. Or it's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. It's like, no, I can see it. I can see it happening before me. Not really, but... All right, but this situation... The, but the problem... Look, this, look. Is, this situation actually happens a lot. I totally, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. How she just accepted everything. Oh, let, let me explain why. Okay, so... She just accepted so, it. So Yui has the wish. And so she kind of starts, you know, I'm, I'm moving this around. Mm-hmm. So she kind of takes the opportunity, like, you know what? Let's just hang out and do fun stuff. And so she's like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this. So she kind of makes up her own little date with him. And in the end, she has the power to do it, but she doesn't want to use the wish for that. And he, she, the, the wish, he's like, all right, you do whatever you want. Like, I'm giving you my, uh, my wish to you, right? It's because she wants him to pick her. Mm-hmm. That's what she wants. That's that's her wish. She wants her him to naturally to him to himself to be like, I love her. I want to be with her. So she's like, all right, fine. I've I've been I would I've been in the middle of this thing the whole time. I've been trying to keep him apart. Sometimes physically in in many many ways. But now at this point of this situation, if I use this wish for it, it's not going to be worth anything. I don't want Yukino to just give up. I want him to pick me. That's if, what she wants. If it was actually. Her trying to keep them apart, she's the biggest fucking moron that has ever been in why, a fucking romance. Why is she, why is she a moron? Because her entire thing is I want to stick. I want to keep the 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 club together. I want us to stay together and to keep yeah. this going. They want that's the tragedy. She's a, like I said, her story is a tragedy because it's the girl that he likes and the friend that she's always wanted. So it's like I, I she she want to have both of them. She didn't want to give up any of them, and at the same time, she realizes that whatever happens, she's gonna lose somebody. So she's she's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Do we get to the ending? Sure. Hit the hit the ending. Okay. So Say what you think happened? Okay. So our boy Eight Man chooses Yukino. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that's pretty much just how it's presented. 
Yeah. It, There's no, no big conflict, no big event, no big conversation. I mean, there was a he problem. doesn't even have, he doesn't even tell you either. It's like, look, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to pick Yugina. It's in fact, Yui pushes, her, pushes him onto Yukino towards the end when they're talking in the park. Well, that's that's the moment where she's like, I, all right, I'm going to give him the option if I want him to pick me. Like, I she want him to. She wanted to be picked. She wanted it. But you can't. What are you going to do? You're going to force somebody to be with you? You're going to force them to be miserable? Like, she knew what would have happened. Look, the entire point of the series is basically communication. Yeah. There's a very, very big problem with communication between these characters. And by the end, none of that is solved. None of it. it because is what because what happens? Hachiman and Yukino get together, but not really. I mean, they're they're technically a couple, but it's not like their relationship really changes. Okay, so maybe it's gonna change their relationship with Yui, which is the reason why they didn't want to really acknowledge this whole problem in the first place. Because it's like, look. And this is what we saw with the other with the other friends. It's like, oh, well, if we acknowledge this, then, you know, it's going to be a problem and nothing's going to be the same anymore. The whole point of the show is like, ah, oh, well, I mean, things have to change at some point, regar- yeah. regardless. So it's like, yeah, Hachiman goes, he, he makes a choice. Kind of. He doesn't even say, like, I like you to Yukino, but it's understood. No, he tells her, like, my life is yours. I don't know how much clearer you can be than that. Like this is beyond love. Like, a, like my life is yours. First off, they al- they always try to use that uh, thing where it's like, oh no, the thing you guys have is deeper than love. Of course, and, they're dumbass and- teenagers. They don't no, know no, what no. the fuck's up. No, even the sister says that. Well, she's a dynamite dumbass too. Yeah, but it's like, like what 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 y'all have is is deeper than love. Like, n- not not only one word can be used to describe it. It, it's love. It's a fun. It's, it's the perfect word to describe it's it. Actually, a, a fundamental understanding of somebody uh, of another person. You've just never had that. You don't get it. How can I not get it? Have you ever met, uh, been connected with somebody on a fundamental level? Like again, you are made of the same stuff. Yeah, people you understand fundamentally that even if they say something, you know what they actually mean. No, I'm not yeah, saying. You know how they actually feel. You know how they're going to respond to things. No, that's predicting stuff. That's not the same thing. No, it's not predicting because you know, because you're very you're peop- similar people in that regard. Okay. Yeah. And so that's who they were. I understand Hachiman and Yukino can. By the way, I need to clarify this. I think you should have chosen Ishika, but whatever. Or the teacher. Are we going into best girl? No, not yet. But anyway, all right. Uh, I think well, first off, the show was kind of weird about. How it was conveying its relationships ru- because they rushed to towards the end. the end. I was thinking, is this gonna end up in a threesome? Did you not get that vibe? Because okay. they kept pushing this whole thing that like, oh, Hachiman is gonna have to make a choice, but but not really because we want to stick together. And Yukino and Yui's relationship is almost almost as important as that problem. Yeah, and there's no climax to it because at the end, what do you mean there's no climax? At the end. They're in the service club, and it's just uh, Hachiman and Yukino, and now they're sitting together because they're, they're a couple, although their relationship is exa- exactly the same. And, you know, 
we have the cast of characters and they come in and they say like, oh, look, we're in the same grade uh, again. That's awesome. But there's no Yui. So it's like, oh, okay, so maybe, you know, that was a consequence. Like, he picked, there was a choice, and this is the consequence. You know, the, the thing they always feared is that the club were, is going to eventually, you know, split apart because of it. But no, Yui just comes back and everything's all normal and no. that's what it is. Did you did you miss Yui telling uh, telling Yuki, like, hey, no, there's something that we need to talk about. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it many times for a really long time. Yeah, and did you happen to miss the part where it said the end? Yeah. Because it's the end of the show. Yeah. They ended the story. Yeah. Yeah, because she says, I think that I have a problem. She comes to the service club with a problem. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, uh, the guy I like has a girlfriend. And, and she's my best friend. And, and she's my best friend. So she's clearly, you know, communicating that, you know. Awkward. The thing. And... And that's that. We 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 again. This, we, they this, don't. They don't. They, they don't. They still don't even acknowledge it. Listen, dude. There's a reason why I started reading the manga because I'm, there's got to be something more here. But I'm first ha- off, it's a light novel. There's a manga too. Sure, but the manga is not gonna have particular insights. Fine, I'll, but, find, I'll find my light novel anyway. Yeah. So it's a. It does reach that conclusion. It does reach to the climax. The climax is who is he gonna pick? And he ends up picking the girl who, again, she was on the collision course from the beginning. They literally crashed into each other. And what was the consequence of it? Of picking uh, Yui? Or no, picking Yukino? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everything ended up better. No. Or actually, everything ended up the same. Well, I mean, the, te- the teacher left, I guess. That's about it. It's so sad. Yeah, that's the true sad ending. No, because it's it shows you that once he tried to do things differently... It apparently there could be a better solution to stuff. How does that make any sense? Because his solution, everybody's solution up to that point was like, you know what? We'll just not say anything, and it was pushing each other apart. Once it, it, it once they discussed it, once they put their feelings out, when it's like, okay, this is the person that I pick. This and once it's like, all right, okay, I'm getting rejected or whatever. It brought them together because they could accept it. Now the truth is in their face. They can choose to run away and ignore it or they can choose to be like, "You know what? This friendship is more important to me." And so they decide Yui is the one that decides, "You know what? Friendship is more important to me. I I, I shot my shot and I know it's going to be awkward, but she didn't I, shoot her shot. She shot her shot. She did not. She she shot her shot. And then and she was she was saying cryptic bullshit and never she literally said like, "Go to Yukino." Like straight up. Right. That, that's that's literally what she did. She gave I mean, she she gave up. I was literally watching, and I'm like, "Fight for the eight man! <laughs> what are you doing? Fight for the eight man! He's right there." Also, eight man X totally had a character when he, he literally sees that Yui's just is standing on the street crying. And what is what is you what does Hachiman do with every other girl who has any other trouble in the show? Go and help her. Yeah. All of a sudden, he completely forgets about Yui. No, Yui tells him go. No, she says like, "Oh well, okay, it's good." Because it's when um, he says like the oh, teacher calls him and yeah. yeah, they're canceling the prom. Yeah. Also, so many fucking event planning. Yeah, so much event. Planning. So much event planning. Um, and though she, you know, Yui's there, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, I, I'm gonna go save her," because Yuki you know says at some point, "Come save me," even though she's always trying to have people not save her. Because she wants to do things 
her way. So that's you, you. You talk about you know a signal there, like you know, like I'm trusting you enough to actually save me. I'm, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting me. We, uh, you. I'm trusting you with me. That's could that not have been clearer? Like actually showing a little bit of vulnerability, actually expressing herself, she's openly expressing something. My problem is she constantly keeps acting against it. She constantly keeps saying in the final arc, "Don't help me, don't help me out." Hey, every I, all up to this point, you've been helping me out, and that's great. Don't help me out this time. What do you think? What does she? What does she? What does she? What does she want him? What does she want him to do? Help him out. You know what that is? Uh. Codependency? Annoying. It, yeah. Girls are annoying. Yeah. That's why I don't like Yukino. Because she's a girl? No, because she's annoying. She's not annoying. It makes First off, she's kind of boring. I thought she's fun. She has great moments. Mm-hmm. But she's mostly pretty boring. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Compared to other characters, sure. Yeah. But I think she's fun. Like, I was, she she has, I would say more in season one. She has her moments to shine. Mm-hmm. But, God, half of the storylines with her are literally about her not being around. Yeah, because she, she's, she's not she's there busy, for a She's lot. busy doing a thing. Yeah. You know what that's meant to do? Get us to get bored of her? No, to miss her. And did that work? I did. I was like, man, well, when are they going to get back together? I, like, when is he going to fix this? When is this going to happen? It's like, come on, eight man, get, 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 get. It didn't work for me because you didn't care for that character. I thought she was fine. It was just she had too much baggage and too much bullshit about her. She was she. she oh, oh, I'm sorry. This eight is eight man load free. Is he is he bullshit free? What do you mean bullshit free? You just said she has a lot of bullshit about her. Is he bullshit free? They again, they are made of the same stuff. Uh-huh. They make perfect sense together because they're both idiots in the same way. They're I both think, fucked up in the same way. I think they're both too similar and obvi- honestly, I don't think that relationship would work. I don't know, it makes sense. For loners it makes perfect sense. I think his relationship with Yui, so I clearly think he should end up with Yui. Okay, so so now we're moving up into best girl, probably. So I don't, I don't, I, you know, so, I don't actually know. All right, so so let's let, think... let's say like this. First off, the best option. Let's see if we agree is Saika. Best option for our boy H uh, for our boy Eight Man. You mean the dude? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> second, that's that's the healthiest relationship Hachiman yeah. has the whole show. This is second, the one that he's most compatible with is Yukino. The one who loves him the most is probably Yui. Would you agree with that? And probably the one that would have been best it's for him. Just I don't. The, the one that would have been best for him is Ishika. No, I don't think so. Okay, explain. I think Ishika has just way too many problems in terms of her personality and the way she is. And name one. She's, she's a psycho. 
you just okay. You just, <laughs> name, you just mentioned everything that's great about her. She she she's a she she's a total psycho. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. I okay. What more could you want from a woman? Uh, what what more do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it would have been a fine pick. It's she she kind of comes out out of nowhere and she sticks around. Like I didn't expect her to stick around much after her arc Dude, with the student council thing. Because she's so great. She stuck around. She even made it to the poster, man. Season two, season uh, season two, and season three. She's there on the poster. That's how great she was. Look, I love Ishika. Yeah. She's fun as hell. A buttload of the funnest. Also, she has a crush, crush on the blonde guy, and he rejects her at, at one point, and that was that. And then she obviously gets a crush on 8-Man. Boy, 8-Man is a hell of a number two, isn't he? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody has a crush on Hayato. It doesn't work. 8-Man's right. pretty cool. 8-Man's fine. Yeah, he's all right. Okay. But <laughs> I don't see 8-Man as a character with much baggage. Like, the the paranoid loner? Like, he's a dick. But we clearly see that he's, like, eh, mostly fine you mean the paranoid who cannot accept something that uh, that anybody tells him he's like always trying to look into something else like even he himself is like even when people tell me something i'm like there's gotta be another reason why they say something like that that just tells me he's prepared to be an adult he's a psycho too he's not a psycho he's, a he's psycho. just ahead of the curb <laughs> okay so the reason why i think ishika is the best like i said she's the only one that actually plays him like a fiddle throughout their interactions are a lot of fun actually they're that's an interesting thing. Uh, Hachiman's interactions with the two main girls are not particularly engaging. I, I think especially that, no, no, in the, later seasons, no, the, because they're trying to sort of avoid talking about the elephant in the room. Yeah, and it's—I mean—you feel the awkwardness. That—that's why season one like, is so important. Season one set it up so well that you're still like in later seasons. You're like, okay, what's what's happening with them? I know, but. Mo- there's three seasons. I know. Two of them has the characters not being able to even have a normal interaction. Yeah. It was a flaw. It's, it's, it's too much. It's a flaw. Yeah. I'm not saying it's perfect. Also, why is there so much fucking event planning? <laughs> so, Look, again, uh, hang listen, on, hang listen, on. Listen, listen, I, I gotta, Athle- defend, my, I gotta Athle- defend my girl. Ishika. Athletic festival, cultural festival, Christmas event, fucking the beach uh, trip to, to Kyoto. Yeah, beach trip, the the the, the Shiva trip, the, the Shiva. Shiva trip, the pr- the prom, the second prom. Jesus fucking Christ! I'm sure there was I a o- spelling bee there somewhere. I, avo- I avoided planning these events in high school for a reason, because it's boring. Yeah, it's like, and it was. I think it was mainly just a lazy excuse for the writer to have the characters be in a place together, and they're dealing with something else, so they don't have to really talk about. You know, the elephant, the elephant in, the room. in the room. Yeah. But they're still interacting. I thought it was lazy at one point. No. They're, again, they're proving the point that it's all superficial. And you know why it's boring? Because it's superficial. You're saying, like, the, the Last of Us 2 argument. No. Where it's like, you know, the developers, they wanted you to hate the game. That was their point. That was the point. Mm. They wanted you to absolutely hate it. No, because it's like, oh, well, thank no, you, no, thanks for no, that. No, because Hachiman is the one that's actually saying like, this is this is this is bullshit. Like, I I can't stand this anymore. What did I save? I didn't save anything. What did I do this whole time? Did I just waste my time with everything that didn't fucked up? It is affecting him in the head. 
I think you were just too much in your own head to get into his. You know what? You know what they call that? What? When when they acknowledge a problem and do nothing with it, but they acknowledge that, so therefore you can move on. Lampshading. It's called lampshade. Yeah, and I don't think they lampshaded because he did something about it. At the end of the show, where it's like when he's supposed to do something, but you know what they call the climax when everybody's got to do something. He never even has that conscious moment where he's like. All right, I gotta like make I, I gotta make this like decision, and I gotta make things change because obviously things are not right. I gotta make things change. What the hell it's is that? Yui that pushes him towards what that? What the hell is the moment where he goes up there and opens up his heart? And he's like, oh, I want something genuine. What the hell is that then? What is it? Is that not that moment? Sure, he has his moments. No, that is that that's the moment where he makes the decision of what he wants. And what does he want? He wants something genuine. Okay. What does he mean by that? That's point of the show. Nobody really understands it, so they need to communicate about it. When do they communicate about it? Oh, that's a, that's subtext. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a lazy fucking author is what it is. I don't think so. Oh, god damn it. Anyway, so I want to defend Ishika here. So uh, Ishika's great. Ishika, the thing that I love is that girls hate her, and it's fantastic. Be, the 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 thing that they set up with the the little grocery bag is fucking hysterical because she she's look she, look, she does uh, a great she, she she does an amazing girl move she's walking around with with a bag of groceries and her and she when she reaches eight man he's like huh and eight man's like she reaches out to to try to grab the bag and she's like what are you doing it's like Did, were you not signaling me to 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 get the bag because it's heavy she's like no i wouldn't do that afterwards and and eight man's like oh, i'll take it anyway very manipulative yeah so he takes it from her she she was clearly trying to manipulate him it was working she pulled away and she manipulated him even more and from then on she he's kind of like a trained puppy in that sense and in front look, in look. front of yui and yukino twice look twice look. she's like here and one time he, she's just looking him in the eye hands over the bag doesn't even say anything like a trained puppy it's hysterical look and then afterwards after the disneyland trip she's like she's heartbroken and everything she's like senpai carry my bag it's too heavy like all right fine it's awesome she dominates that dude that that's actually what that dude needs somebody to put him in his place sometimes look we don't need to talk about your fetishes here what fetishes here (laughs) jesus christ i just thought it was funny it was like that's exactly what that dude needs somebody that can outplay him look there's reason I say this show is great. Okay. Even with all my problems with how they present specifically the romantic elements. Because at one point, Yui's crying and she's like, oh, this is what romance is or something. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Thank, <laughs> Yui's th- a tragedy. Her story's a tragedy. Sure. But there's a reason why it's so enjoyable. And it's those little... It's those little things, you know? Yeah. Like... What's and, it, and, what's up with the leading questions? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, you weren't supposed to add. <laughs> it's like, hey, Hachiman, you're great. You're just like, I mean, you're awesome. You're super helpful. And you're just a really creepy guy. And it's like, wait, why'd you add that last part? <laughs> like, the comedy is great. The rap battle in season three is dude, phenomenal. Dude, <laughs> moving the hands. I, I wish I could say something, but I, I don't know. I'm like, the synergy and the metrics of the school. Genius, dude, and, dude. and what, who did who 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 was there? Who was there when that happened? Yeah, that was when they were doing the yeah Ishika. That, that all that happened because of Ishika. 
Yeah. I, yeah. Look, I'm not arguing against Ishika. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a great fucking moment. <laughs> if, you, if you if you remember, you given me a million dollars, I would like a million guesses. I would never have guessed that this show is gonna have a rap battle. I'm not gonna <laughs> even explain the context of it. <laughs> rap battle about <laughs> synergy a... and management <laughs> and the hand movements and everything. Dude, the animation's beautiful. Dude, it's fantastic. It's fant- it's one of if my you, favorite moments in the show. If you've seen Killer B in Naruto, the, that character who's always rapping, yo 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 yo, baka da yo, koro da yo, that sort of stuff. They, it's great. <laughs> they, but, they they took it to the nerdy extreme. Yeah. So the the show has a <laughs> lot of those, you know, just excellent excellent moments of comedic gold, mm-hmm. and, particularly season one. And one thing, it, it has a lot of how do you call it? Subtle female warfare. Yeah. There's a lot of subtext 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 in this show. A I lot of it. I don't mean subtext. I mean like when when girls like a dude mutually, but they you know they they don't want to be direct about it. So they they use underhanded tactics. Yeah. And it's gold. Of course. Dude, because, you, because the situations you, where chicks are against each other are the best. Yes, because most of them, most of those times, Hachima doesn't even know what's going on. No, it's just it's just the girls who are like, they're like they're like they're like like lions. They're yeah, like, mm-hmm. lionesses. So like who who's this the, who's this bitch? So actually, what, one of my fi- my own favorite moments before you finish that it's is with Ishika when she says a normal phrase to eat to uh, to to eight man and he's and and they just type in what he thinks she's saying. Why aren't you helping me right now? <laughs> So that's He's like, wait, I think th- I think that's not what she's saying. I don't think that's what she means. <laughs> what are you doing? Who are these people? Like, why aren't you helping me right now? Anyway, continue what you're saying. So one of my favorite moments of the show, and it's the moment that made me squee. <laughs> and I, I'm like, maybe go, ah, literally. <laughs> it's at the end of season two when they go to the aquarium. Because you remember when we were talking about the, giving the chocolate thing? Oh, yeah. This is where we completely went off Doesn't the Doesn't fucking matter. So... <laughs> They have the, the, you know, the girl gives the chocolate to the boy he likes. And, you know, obviously the two main girls, they start making some chocolate for for for, for, for some reason. Because it's, it's Valentine's Day. I like chocolate. Yeah. And they have, you know, Hachiman try each of their chocolates. And he's like, which one do you like? And it's like, oh, good chocolate. I like chocolate. Yeah. It's good. Good chocolate. Stupid eggplant. Hachiman. Cho- <laughs> uh, Tosca probably makes the best chocolate. Definitely. Of course. And, uh. Obviously, this is where you can read a little bit into, like, the subtle warfare. Because mm-hmm. one time, Hachiman is about to... He's walking with the two girls. And... Dude, even, you, in, the, even in the class, girls are like... Like, Ishika is like, you gotta taste my chocolate. Mm. Yeah, she's a, she's a chocolate slut. Of course. <laughs> she, she is just a bundle of fun. She made, yeah. her, she made her life so exciting. You actually... She added... Uh, the comedy and the levity back to the show. Yeah, what what the show needed. I'm not I'm not arguing against Ishika's character at all. And that's why to me she's the best girl. She's she's the one that he should have ended up with. Ah, uh, that's different. I don't think that who it's who she ended up he should have ended up with. Okay, but there's an argue a very good argument for her being best girl. Those are two different things. Okay, to me the issue with you, like I said. Completely compatible, completely understand collision course. She just personally, I don't think that she did enough to win over 
uh, Hachiman. Like, I don't think she really worked towards the Hachi Bowl. Yeah. It just fell on her lap like easy peasy. Because again, it was inevitable. Like, he, the dude liked her immediately. It was, it was irresistible in a way. Fine. I understand it. But uh, to me, I would have preferred the relationship that, that happened in a more natural way. Like, you may meet a random person. You don't save their dog. They don't run you over with your car. You just met them somewhere. They appreciate your... The, the 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 thing that you bring to the table, your brain and stuff like that, and they start liking you naturally, and also they play you like a fucking fiddle. Look, first off, the one who I think he would have been the most compatible with is Kawasaki. The Sundere? I think that's who he would have been the most compatible with. I love, I, think, I love her. I love her. Yeah. But Criminal, I, criminally underused. She literally a good, worthless character to the block. But... <sighs> Like, what else can we say? Um, the fuck was that? The hell? Was it the trash? I have no idea. But it's like somebody's dragging a dead body. Ah, damn. Oh, oh they're dragging a dead body. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Why, why, why is it a... Why is it Kawasaki? All, besides the fact that she has the best name. Look, first, I think Yui and Hachiman would have the best relationship because it is... She loved them the most. She loved them the most and... It's one of those things where it's and like... And she has a hot mom. And so she's going to age well. Well, first off, that's actually an important thing. <laughs> Yukina's mom did not age I, as well as, I, as I, Yui's mom. I didn't mean that, but sure. It, it's... It, uh, I mean... She... Come on. Hachiman even, says, on. even, see, even sees the mom and he's like, good genetics. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but no. Uh, if Hachiman ends up with Yukino... Oh, boy. Imagine having to deal with that uh, mother-in-law and the sister-in-law. Like, hot diggity dog. That's that's a very dysfunctional family. Yeah. In fact, Yukino doesn't actually have a notion of what is a healthy family life. And so he would give it to her. Let's say, sure. Mm-hmm. But you know who has a perfectly healthy family life and, you know, everything everything's pretty nice? Yui. Yui. Yeah. Yeah. Yui's the dog. That's a... I mean... She's lovable. Yeah. They're easier to get along with dogs. But it is, it's harder to get along with cats. Yeah. And the moments in the show where they really just focus on Hachiman and Yui's relationship... It's very sweet. It's very sweet. It's very... I mean, I guess that's why he calls it, you know, the... Because the actual name of the show is My my Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as Expected. As I Expected. Yeah. Which is the name of the last episode. Mm-hmm. My teen romantic comedy is wrong, as I expected. Yeah. I think so. So, to me, that almost implies that he knows he made the wrong choice. <laughs> no, it, it means that things are not going the way that a teen romantic comedy should do. So, you have like usually have like the meet cute, and it goes this way. You have, like, the situation goes this way, and it did not go that way at all. Like, it went... It really... Went, it went to the literal most... Dark drama. Most predictable place it could have gone. No, but it went from, from a comedy to, like, a hard drama. Sure, there's drama in rom-coms. Yeah. But season two is basically all drama. Sure. But the sh- if you see episode one, you can predict how it's going to end. It's the, and to it's, me, that It's a first girl thing. Yeah. And, God, I fucking hate that trope. It's, uh, it's fine if the first girl is good enough. I don't think the first girl was good enough. I think she was probably the least developed character. I I thought she they made perfect like, sense. Like Yui grew as a character throughout the show. Mm-hmm. 
Hachiman grew as a character as Dude, a show. You actually, just... Hachiman kind of grew sideways in some regards, and he kind of grew downwards in some regards, yeah. in my opinion. But Yukino actually grows. Again, she opened up. Like, she actually opened up. She actually showed emotion. She actually started expressing emotions. She changed dramatically. She stood up to her parents. She, she stood up for what she wants. She actually started making decisions. She actually started finding her own identity. She changed a lot. I just don't think you actually picked up on it. I think... I think you were blinded by hate. I, would, I, didn't, I don't hate you. I don't hate Yukino. I was actually hoping that, okay, if we're going to go down the Yukino path, she actually gets some development out of her. And she really doesn't. Listen, her breasts have nothing to do with it, okay? Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have everything to do with it. <laughs> no, but, but, but dude, seriously. But what I, but what I was going to talk about with the, with the squee moment. Oh, okay, is, yeah, the is, squee. Is Yukino is going to give her chocolate to Hachiman at one point. And, mm-hmm. you, and Yui is there. Cock blocking. Again, and that, her objective throughout the whole show is keep them apart. Well, I mean, they're... Yui's like, nope, I'm not gonna let this fucking happen. No. I'm cock blocking the shit out of this train. No, hell's, I mean, I... hell's nah. No, because not I... on my watch. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> not in front of me. No, because at that moment, they were literally just walking back from like the club. It's like they were walking home. It's like Yukino just kind of picked the shitty time to do it. Because she was about to reach into her bag. You can see that she has the bag, you know, with the chocolate. Yeah. And Yui has her. Her female sixth sense, you know, acting and she's like, oh, no. Danger. No, you, but, again, you, you missed it. What? Okay. So, they're in the club. And so, Yukino gives the cookies to, uh, to, uh, to Yui. And then she's like, oh, fuck. I gotta give some to, to I gotta give some to, to, to our boy Eight Man here. So that, to kind of, like, make it seem. Look, Eight Man is a victim. Yeah. Of, these, of the abuse of these ladies. Yeah. So to kind of make it look like I brought for everybody. So she puts them in a plate and gives it to him, And everybody's like, okay, that's done. So they're leaving, they're leaving the club. And Yui s- tells to Yuki, like, hey, let's hang out. And so Yuki's like, fuck. I missed, like, I'm not alone with him anymore. I'm in a situation where she's like here. And Yui's like, ah! It's not going to happen on my watch. And that's when Haruno shows up and fucks everything up. I don't remember if it was that exact day. Uh, that the same day? That's the sequence of events. So, so Yui's, like, trying to figure out a way, like, hey, kind of let's just go. So she's, she's actively trying to cock block her. He's like, all right, we're going to hang out. We're going to do this. Because she could smell it from the room before. And so she's like, there's no fucking way that I'm going to leave those two alone. That, she, I mean. You know, if listen, it, dude, you know, you know. She came out you know, swinging. You know, she came you out know, swinging. If it came out that he was the one who called, the, that she was the one who called the sister. Oh, that would have been so dude. fucking cool, dude. That's the yes. problem. There's so much that they left on the table that they didn't do. They, that they needed fucking conflict. That I want to see these bitches fighting out. That's what I want. It's a hachi bowl. It's a hachi bowl, and no one, <laughs> no one played it. It was like the Super Bowl this year. No one played it. What, no one went to the Super Bowl this year. What do you mean? <laughs> it was just a massacre. Oh, okay, it's okay. just like I got it's like they they didn't even show up to play. Well, they went up against the goat. Well, I mean... Anyway, go back to the moment that you go... Yukino is that no make, goat. That makes you go, eee! It, she's the goat of this story. No, she's not. Um, Would you say she's in the top five characters? Yeah. Hachiman, Ishika, teacher, um, little sister. Mm. Yui. I don't know. I don't really like her. I much. love her. She annoys okay, me. Okay, again, I love psychopaths. 
Like, that, look, that's, look, a, she, that's the thing. Look, 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 it, to look, me, if, if you if you put a crazy bitch in front of me, I'm going to be like, I love you. <laughs> Please keep talking. I want to see more of you. This is great. And everybody's going to be like, run away from that. It's fire. You're going to get burned. I don't care. It's oh, it's warm. <laughs> look, my problem is she's a pretty bad sister. Um, no, she was a great sister. She did it all for her. I'm sure she did. I believe her. Of course. I choose to believe her. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. But, so they go to this aquarium, and, you know, Yukino misses her shot about giving him the chocolate. And so they're all standing around, you know, talking. And, you know, Yui's like, oh, man, I wish, you know, I have this wish and stuff. And, you know. So Yui asked them both out on a date. Oh, yeah. She she actually uh, calls them separately. She's like, hey, let's go to the aquarium on a date. Yeah. So this is like, ooh, oh my gosh, what's going on? Yeah, like, a, what's happening? Is this is the three way going? What the hell's going on? And then they're talking like, like, uh, by themselves, you know. And then they they are acknowledging that there's a problem going on. And so Yui looks Yukino in the eyes. She's like, I don't remember what she said, but she's basically just goes like, "Hey, fuck you." By the way, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. And she pulls out from her bag her own chocolate. Her own bag of chocolate. And she gives it to your boy, 8-Man. And at that moment, it was like 3 in the morning. And I'm in my chair. And I just go, ah! <laughs> ah! savage! Holy shit! She did that! She did that! I can't believe you missed it again. What? That was not a bag of chocolates. Those were That was a bag of cookies. That's a, the the cookies that she wanted to learn how to make for the boy that she likes. That was a throwback to the first episode. I mean, I meant the same thing. All right, whatever. I knew they were cookies. But it, you remember how she said it, that that was the signal there when she gave him the cookies. Like, you know how you helped me out with this thing? That I want to make cookies for the boy that I liked? She was saying it from the very beginning, from the very first episode. She liked them. That's that's what that meant. That's why it was so momentous. I mean, look, I'm willing to accept that she may have liked them from the first episode, but that... That, it's, it's not that, no, that, listen, it's not just that she liked him in the first episode is that, that that bag of cookies was symbolic for what you thought it meant mm-hmm. and also it's a symbol her being a savage but also it's, it's a symbol of hey you remember how when we met I wanted to give this to the boy that I liked ah take a hint so it was an epically momentous moment and that's when you're just like Dude, peak of the show. You peak shot. Show. You shot your shot, lady. Peak you of the shot show. your Ooh. fucking shot. Kudos to you, Yui. I don't, I don't smoke. I needed a cigarette Dude, after on, that. Honestly, if she would have won after that, I would have been like, respect. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Respect. Nothing in season three comes close to that sort of emotional high. Maybe the confession at the end. Maybe. Uh, look, what's weird about Hachiman's confession is that he does it in his own way. Which is which? The whole fucking point of the show. We've been told that it's the wrong way. We've never been proven it's the wrong way. Not really, but we keep being told it, you're doing things the wrong way. It's not the right no, way. But, but, what, but he no. does. He goes about it because he goes about it all the roundabout ways. You know, he does. He doesn't actually. My life is yours. What he means is, I want to date you. Be my girlfriend. No, he went one step ahead. What do you mean? He's is I want, want to be your boyfriend. Then she understood it. I don't know. Then what, I guess. Then what's the problem? The problem is the whole time the show has been telling us, look, it's important to learn how to communicate, especially with the people you care about. 
Hachiman is doing it wrong. Yukino is doing it wrong. Even Yui is doing it wrong. We get to the climax. It's not very climactic. But that's that's more... Uh, in, because there was another arc afterwards. Which one? The the second prom. Oh, that was a that was a whole bunch of nothing. I mean, the only thing that I actually got from that whole thing was Ishika saying, like, you know, you can pretend to be drunk later and hook up, and then they'll break up because they're like, oh, I can't get back together anymore. And you'd be like, well, we already had sex. Blah, blah, blah. Ishika Ishika's is the best, okay? Ishika <laughs> is the best character on that fucking show. Except second, maybe. It's between her and the teacher. If the teacher would have been around more, maybe. <sighs> My problem with the teacher is I'm not into smokers. That is a big issue. That is a big issue, but she's just so much fun. And, also, and also did, Hachi, you, did, did you catch this? Hachi being like, please, somebody just marry her already. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted... <laughs> also, did you did you happen to catch this? That I think at, in season three, they they were being uh, sponsored by Max's Coffee. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Easily. They had... <laughs> Hachiman was drinking those fuckers like left and right the whole, the yeah. whole last season. Yeah. And so, I I agree. Season 3 is not anywhere near as impactful as Season 2. And I don't think it's as well made. It, it's not as heavy, and it is not as... I think some of the characters are just shoehorned in. A lot of the conflict feels shoehorned. Yes, and it's not as funny as Season 1. So, like I said, it's not as great. So, Season 1, not a lot of conflict. A lot of comedy, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Season 2, a lot of conflict, a lot of drama, a lot of fun. Yeah. Season 3... They resolved. It was basic. the The whole season was made to give the fans who won. Yeah, that was basically because it. they left it on a cliffhanger. Season two ends in a cliffhanger, a savage fucking cliffhanger. Yes, Jesus Christ. Respect Yui. Respect. Love, Respect. Love you, girl. And honestly, they kind of castrate that 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 cliffhanger. Yeah, it starts off on a bad note. How does season three start again? Season three starts with Yui basically telling uh, Yukino, like, hey, you know what? Whoever wins the contests wins uh, wins the whole thing. Like, the between Hachi you bowl. and me. Yeah, but wins the Hashi Bowl. And, and Yukino's like, all right, fine. I'm about to take this. And, and Hachi's like, no, she has to choose. Because she has to choose. Again, she has to choose for herself if she wants me. It, it, the whole thing is that Hachi never wanted Yui. He's attracted to her, but he never wanted Yui. He wanted Yukino. That's the thing. There's something about conquering the Ice Queen. There's something about making the robot feel. I get it. And that's what he, that's who he wanted. That's who he felt like most compatible with. If he if he at any moment actually wanted Yui, he he could have had her. He cho- he didn't want her. I mean, he could have had anyone. In, that's and, why her story. Either of the girls at any point. That's why her story's so tragic. Because Yukino can pretend that you know be like. Never into Hachiman. He, she was totally into Hachiman since like mid season one. Yeah, but you know what's funny here? The guy who always takes the easy way out, the easy solution, went for the hard option. So between Yui and Yuki, one's easy, one's hard. And he went for the hard one. He went for. He actually put in the work. Look, he actually. He, he again. He did not do it his way. Look, that's why I said right from the get go, I'm okay with who he picked. Yeah. Because the heart wants what the heart wants. And it's also, fine. It's not like it's not like True Tears. <laughs> True Tears is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's not like Scum's Wish. Yeah. Piece it's, of shit. No, that had a good ending. <laughs> <laughs> I like that ending. <laughs> like School Days. Hell fucking yeah, School Best Days. Ending. School Days. Um, Still not worth it. But look, it makes perfect sense 
for him to fall in love with, with Yuki, you know? It makes perfect sense to him to fall in love with Yui. It's really author's discretion. In my personal opinion, Yukino did not put in the work necessary as a character. And just, like, even being a presence in the show, I just, uh, she was too passive. She was not very interesting. She was, she didn't make sense with a whole bunch of her decisions. Dude, but when she wa- but when she was there, she overshadowed she oh, she overshadowed everybody. She outshined everybody when she was there for for uh, Hachiman, except one particular girl. Whose bag was he holding? He wasn't holding Yukino's bag, except holding- for one particular girl. That's right, Ishika, the little sister. Oh, that's true. <laughs> stupid, stupid eggplant, <laughs> Hachiman. <laughs> Rice rice girl? Is that what he called her? <laughs> rice bowl girl? Yeah, rice bowl girl. <laughs> but, uh, Hachiman is the best older brother ever. Like, everywhere he is, he's like, I should I should bring I should buy something for Komachi. Dude, no, to me, the best. To, my favorite moment is when well, not my favorite moment, but one of my favorite moments is when Hachiman is hanging out with, with Rumi. Well, there's a little girl who doesn't have any friends and he's trying to help her, and they're hanging Who's out. basically a young Yukino. Yeah. And so Ishika shows up. He's like, "Oh, is senpai maybe into old, in, into younger girls?" And Hachiman starts thinking about it. Well, he thinks about it. Well, I have a younger sister. Yeah, totally. I have a younger sister. And Ishika's like, "Stop trying to hit on me!" No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they, they try to they pull that trope, uh, like so anim- many times, an- anime trope with the with like the siscon and stuff. Mm-hmm. They always call him, "Oh, you're a siscon. You you love little girls and stuff." And he's like, "It it's actually really funny how he." He goes about it at, at the beginning of the show. Underwear is just clothes. Yeah, the the little sister has like that typical like harem anime moment that's weird when she like she takes off her clothes and she's gonna go take a bath and she literally like throws them on on Hachiman and Hachiman's just like totally chill, just eating his breakfast. He's like just grabs them from from the floor and he's like, you know, little sister weird. Yeah, little sisters are weird. Like people always say that you know they. Uh, oh man, how does it? How is it to like live with a cute girl and stuff? And it's like, if you have a little sister, her panties, they're they're just a piece of cloth to you, that's, nothing more. That's actually something that's really funny, and I had... but it's something that they never do with anime. Yeah, they're always like, oh my god, he's living, he's living with, uh, I'm living with a cute girl, and oh my god, like, I think it's not fr- being naked. It's people it, who don't have siblings. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I, I, every time I have a friend of mine, and I've I've always had this fight with him. He's, I'm like, dude, I don't understand Jamie wanting to fuck Cersei. I don't understand it. It makes no sense. It's disgusting. It's sister. It's the war. That's why I can never be a Jamie guy because it, to me that's wrong and, and perverse. There's something wrong with him. And he's like, dude, are you telling me if Cersei was your sister, you wouldn't want to fuck her? Like, <laughs> no, because it's, it's not that it's not that it's Cersei. It's that it's your sister. Yeah. So, hell. But he doesn't have sisters, so he doesn't get it. Yeah, I guess. And, and you know, George R. R. Martin, single, uh. Single child. A single child. Yeah. That, that, only, only child. All, all the incest now makes so much sense. Yeah. So much sense. I mean, I guess there's a bunch in history, but... Anyway, so you need to pick one. Best girl. You said that, that uh, Kawasaki would have been the one that, that he should have picked, but... Uh, Kawas- Kawasaki would have been, like, the best partner, I think. Because she's an older sister? Because I think she's just got her shit together the best out of everybody. Probably Even more than the, than the teacher. The teacher does not have her shit together no, at all. No, and that's why she's great. She's 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 a you know how the man child, she's a woman child. It's hysterical. She yeah, always throws she's awesome. Up, she beats up her students. 
it's, uh, it's, she it's abusive it, and I like it. She bribes it with bribes him with ramen. She actually genuinely cares. Yeah. She actually she actually considers hooking up with him. It's great. Oh, she would have totally hooked up oh, with him. Totally would have hooked up. Especially She's in the, the wedding. In dude, the wedding, I was like, dude, make a move. Dude, dur- make a move, Sensei. Dude, during the prom. Oh, not like, wedding, the, the prom. Yeah, the second yeah, prom. The prom planning, uh, like literally uh she she's literally saying like like uh please take me please take me please take me like <laughs> ask me to marry you ask me to marry you yes it's great I, I, dude i i just love her so much she, she again she's a boatload of fun that's criminally a, underused that's weird i think it's because even hachiman is like if i would have been 10 years older or she or we would have met 10 years ago i would have married this woman somebody yeah. please marry her please get her out at first it's like get her this bitch is crazy somebody marry her then he's like I want to marry her. Somebody please beat me to it. Because she's, she's the best. She's a boatload of fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's the main problem well, with the show. In fact, the best line in the show, I think he gives her, like, those guys just do, do not ha- know how to appreciate good things. Mm-hmm. Like, even my smooth, panties dropped. Smooth Jesus Christ. Hachi man. Yeah, that stupid eight motherfucker. Look. Stupid eggplant. Look, I think, he, I think he picked completely wrong. I think he would have been way happier with Yui. I think he would have had a much better relationship at that point and in the future. And in regards to, like, just the externalities of things where it's like, well, she doesn't have, like, that much bad. She doesn't really have any baggage, really. Like, she gets along with her family. It seems like she has a great uh, life in that regard. Uh, She doesn't have a lot of personal problems. Personal problems. I think he would have been happier with Yui. Okay. So who's the best girl? But I really like the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> what the? You motherfucker! You motherfucker! Look! You motherfucker! Look. You motherfucker! You fucking son of a bitch! Look. I've been defending the teacher this entire fucking time. You were pretending like, ah, she's just a fucking background character. Doesn't matter. I and don't... all this fucking time, all this fucking time, she's been the best girl to you. Look. You fucking Look. son of a bitch! Look. It's just because it's just because you think she's a grown-up Mew. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, plays the bass. Hey, Mio would never smoke. Oh, that is true. That's actually my biggest con with her. Nah, I don't. She smokes a lot. That's actually. You know what? Uh, y- uh, also, yeah. she she apparently parks in random like. <laughs> like did you notice that she yeah. parked on a bridge? <laughs> Just turn on her flashers and start oh, drinking. I got a kick-ass car. I don't give a fuck. Also, oh. she drove on the left side of the. Like her car was like our style of cars. Maybe it was a one-way bridge. But I mean, no, no, no. In Japan, they drive on the other side of the road. I know. Maybe, so, so, maybe it was a one-way bridge. I know, but she was driving a backwards car for her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. It's an American car. She's cool like that. Look. She's great. She's the best. Yeah. Either her... Listen, listen, listen. We, we can agree. We can agree. So it's either her or who? Either her or... Fucking the perverted uh, Jaoi, Yaoi girl. You just don't want to say Ishika. You just don't want to say Ishika because you know I'm, it. I'm actually I'm leaning more towards Kawasaki. But, Kawasaki's great. But great. she's so fucking irrelevant. I, th- both of them. Both the pick girls that you picked. No. Been... What the fuck? The sensei is the one who pushes everything into action. I mean, but not underused. Sure. I mean, she Ex- was always right. she was always meant uh, to play uh, that of role. Of course. She, she's like the, the... Hell, the... she's technically the one who pushes Hachiman into action at the end. Every, all the time, she's she's yeah. the 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 call call to action every yeah. single time, and also the conscious and also like the person who puts them in check and all this stuff like that. She's great. She's fantastic. To me, the only reason why 
I went Ishika is because there's more Ishika. And so... Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Looks like you're a weird guy who likes younger girls. Also, it's... Oh, you do like small girls. I mean, like, in size. Like, petite? Yeah. Like, yeah. if they were, like, this big? Yeah. You, I, I, you know, you actually told me this once. Like, they're easier to throw away. Yeah, you can just, like, if they're just, they just get annoying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over there. Get, get out of and here. And they'll take a while running to you because they have <laughs> like, short legs. And they get angrier. And like, <laughs> yeah, get, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> no, but uh, the teacher, uh, what was I thinking? Um, the, the thing about her is that when she texted H, uh, 8 man. And like email and phone call and phone call and phone call and phone call. And, phone call. and they call the sister. <laughs> yeah, that, that's when I'm like, that's not my type of psycho. <laughs> that's that's the I like the Machiavellian type. I like the subtle one. That's that's kind of a bit too much. Like, what are you doing? I was sleeping. Leave me the fuck alone. Look, if you're perfectly, like, if you if you have a relationship or you you know you're with a girl and you're perfectly sure that she's never going to slit your throat. Is that really a relationship? No. You know, I feel the same way about pets. If you, every single can't pet. Can't say you can't be fully safe. Yeah. You, it shouldn't be. It you, shouldn't be. You should not have a pet that couldn't, to kill you. Do you need to tame an animal that could, at one point, if kill you if it wanted to? It's like, what if I, what if I end up cheating on you and, uh, You'll you just know, take it like a doormat. And, and I, and I, you know, I, what if I start beating you? Or what if I, like, steal, start taking your money and stuff? Like, Yui would take are it. You, are you Yui just would gonna, take it. I'm not convinced of that. I don't think so. Yui's not strong enough. Of she, character. I th- I don't think she would stand up for it. Only because Yukino forces to, or forces her to dump you. So she wouldn't. What do you mean? Well, she she wouldn't stand 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 for it. Eh, maybe, but she gets pushed into it. I bet you could have kind of convinced her. There we go, maybe. Sure, I'm, I'm not saying Yui is not like very malleable as a character in that regard. Dude, like, I would have loved this show from Yui's perspective because I just think it's like a flat-out tragedy, and it's brilliant. God, it's... it's When she started, when we start getting her inner monologues in Season 3, mm-hmm. it's fucking brutal, man. It's brutal. Because the whole time I'm like, just fight for the eight-man. <laughs> fight for the eight-man. What are you doing? What are you doing? She she's shot doing, her she's, shot. No, she's doing that Japanese thing where they're like, oh, well, I must, I'm not going to talk about my feelings and I got to, you know, keep this, you know, well, under wraps and stuff because uh, it's going to get awkward. Fuck that. Honest, Fight for the eight men. Uh, Give him the chocolate. You know, I, I, pet I, that dog. I think that's the issue. You are not you are not looking at this with the Japanese context. That's why it upsets you so much because you're like, no, this should be done the American To me, it makes perfect sense because I'm looking at it from the Japanese context way. I you, understand the Japanese context now, perfectly. Now, you, I, w- look, I would never... Dude, as a person, Yukino is basically like the Japanese fetish girl. Where it's like, she's nice, prim and proper. You know, she's not... Japanese people don't tend to like certain archetypes of people. Uh-huh. They tend to have, like, a an ideal Japanese woman, like, standard. Okay. Yukino fits that to a fucking T. Uh-huh. So it it's it's not it's not surprising to me at all that the writer would want to end up going there instead of trying something a little bit out there. Fuck it, if he tried going with like Ishika, I would have been like, because Ishika been, is um, the best girl in the show. I agree. That would have been that would have been something. It would have been perfect because she makes the most sense. My problem is not the choice. My problem is the execution. Yeah, that and happens. the dropped potential. It's honest. I thought at one point. You know, it, I, well, I thought at one point Hayato 
was going to be involved somehow. You know, I, he I, just I, fizzles I, out of the show. I want to check it out because I think, well, season three clearly was not made with as much love as season one and season two. By no one, not even the author. Exactly. So I want to see like if they changed the writing team or something for for the show. And I want like, and I want to read it. I want to. I, I want to finish think, reading. I think it. it's the same studio. I don't remember. I don't know who animated. But they could have changed it. Like it, it's a big gap for them not to 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 finish it immediately. Apparently, it was very I successful. I mean, did you see how much how long it took him to release fucking Attack on Titan season two? Yeah, Japanese are weird. Attack on Titan came out in like twenty. Yeah, well, twenty fourteen. But I think it's harder to animate Attack on Titan than it was to well that rap battle alone. If that thing yeah. took five years, yeah. all right, okay, fine. Even to write, you know what? I didn't. You know, I don't care because I didn't have to wait those five years. <laughs> I was like, that was one thing that we noticed. That God, good thing that we waited. Totally, <laughs> imagine if we had to only review the first two seasons. Oh no! Oh my Shut god! Up. Fuck! This would have been a bloodbath because we would have been like, no, it's gonna be, it's, <laughs> it's gonna, gonna be Ishika, Ishika, you dumb motherfucker! Save was a great bitch. dog. She should not have brought out those fucking cookies. She stupid Yui, bitch. Yui needs to buy better dog <laughs> leashes. <laughs> oh my god! When Hachim, when Hachiman gives her the the call the <laughs> collar and she puts it on and she's she's like, a dog. She's a dog i'm telling you the, she's the adorable author, the, the author could not have been clearer like this is the dog that one's the cat and dogs are better than cats i agree yeah in that sense i agree so what's what's the what's the debate there consensus overall um ishika's the best girl except uh, maybe to the teacher second to the teacher maybe i i will okay 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 um can we make peace with kawasaki but middle ground Yes. Agreed. There you go. More peaceful than I would have expected with all these wait, girls. No, all so, these girls so, from the so, show. So, so, so I need to know how you would rank them. So who are your top three from the show? Look, and that's actually one thing I forgot to mention. I think one of my biggest problems is the two main girls end up being the two least interesting girls. Or the least entertaining. Because the other girls are just a boatload of fun. Yeah. Ishika's a boatload of fun. Mm-hmm. The Yaoi girl is a bunch load of a boatload of fun. The teacher's a boatload of fun. Mm-hmm. The sister's a boatload of fun. The two main girls end up being well, they're the main romance, romantic interests. Yeah. So, so if I had to rank them, uh, objectively or subjectively? <laughs> what? <laughs> objectively or subjectively? Subjectively. Okay, subjectively, I probably go with the teacher and then Kawasaki. Okay. Then Ishika. Okay, so so we agree on the top three, except the ranking is different. Yes. So if we're going like you know democratically, it has to be Kawasaki. Why? Because we both agreed on her placement. The, the As, she's three. Yeah, she's like the common ground. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Okay, so, so so we disagree on the teacher so, and Ishika. So, okay, Dario's pick is Ishika. My pick is uh the is, sensei is, is Shizuka. They have really similar names. Yeah. But Otako Tuesday's pick is... The girl who was least the amount of time on the show. And the most relevant. <laughs> Yui's mom. <laughs> she was great. She was fantastic. No, uh, Imagine having her as, as a, a mother-in-law. I feel like it's a cop-out to pick Kawasaki. I feel like it's a cop-out. I mean, why would you, wouldn't you not want to... All right, listen, we're never going to agree between the main girls. We're just never going to agree. You think Yukino's better? I I think Yukino's better. I think Yui's better. See, well, so we're not going to agree there. So agreeing on the other ones, 
Kawasaki's not there enough to be long enough to be considered, you know. Yeah, so. Yeah, fine, Kawasaki. <laughs> Deal. Whatever. Let's go Kawasaki. Yeah. Taco Tuesday pick Kawasaki. Blue haired. Hey, hey. Here we go. There you go. Yay! She wins the. She wins the Otaku Bowl. First winner of the Otaku Bowl! Yay! Yay! Well, technically, the previous two girls in the shows. What has it been? Uh, But but we didn't really actually have a debate about the other ones. It was Shinobu from uh, Demon Slayer. I would have picked Aoi. Oh, yeah. The Sundere wins again. And the Tiny Girl. I wonder if you have a type. What? She's a... She's a... She's a... She's, she, no. Uh, she's no, really but you tall. No, but you picked Dejika. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Petite Sundere. But, but Ishika's not a Sundere. Uh, yeah, she's kind of a psycho. Yeah, of course. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Listen. And in the second listen. and in the second show with Death Note, so it's <laughs> like, it's Miso just listen by default. Listen. To me, it's not about the packaging. It's about what's inside. It's and not what about... what I like... What I like is not that it's that it's a petite woman. It's that it's the psychopath inside it's that I like. It's not about the money. It's, it's about, about sending... being a psycho. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So it's, I, I like the little psychopath. And it's a psychopath that's in a tiny package. It's like adorable. She's a boatload of fun. Of course. Look, my third one. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. So, Kawasaki, winner for tonight. There you go. As, as a as a common middle ground we could find there. Yes. A gentleman's agreement. Wait. So in Demon and Demon Slayer, if I, I picked Shinobu, the butterfly chick, you picked Aoi. Aoi. So the one we could uh, we would have to agree with there, then it's the pink haired chick, right? Yes. That's the that's the middle ground. Yes. Okay. Middle ground. Right. Of course. Compromise. I like I like this. I like this. Yeah. Cause cause fighting about best girl can go on forever. Oh dude. It depends. Like, if we ever do Evangelion, Jesus Christ. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Let's just settle on Misato now. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one would come to blow. Like, no, like, like, if, we, if we actually fought to the death of that one. Like, I'll, I'll dress up as mine. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take any limits. I'll I don't do give it. a fuck. Like, people have been fighting about this shit for over 20 years. And it's going to continue. But anyway, we've, wow, we're over two hours. It was, I told, I, it was easy. Uh, do you feel better? Did you get it out of your system? Look. It's a great show. I don't think I would rewatch season three. I don't think I would rewatch season three because as objectively as an anime, in terms of pacing, in terms of like entertainment, in terms of character development, in terms of the actual ending, I just don't think it was up to snuff. It was to me like a five out of 10 season three, maybe a 5.5 just because of the rap battle. (laughs) That was that was a top 10 moment in the show. And the other two seasons, I would give them like an 8 out of 10, maybe. Sure. Both of them, for what they were trying to do. Like, I loved, you know, the first season is a comedy and it's lighthearted and yada yada. For what it was trying to do, 8 out of 10. I laughed, had a good time, enjoyed the characters. Season two, they wanted to get real spicy with it and by God, I was in for that ride. So for what they were trying to do, I think it's about, it was very about heavy. About an eight, 8 out of 10. It was very heavy. I actually enjoyed the conclusion of it. To me, it made sense in the way that they did it. It could have been done better. So, execution, not can great. You, can you agree Yukino did not put in enough work for it? I said it. I'm the one who said that. All right, fine. My big issue with her is that she did not put in as much work. All right. Yeah. You agree that Yui tried the hardest? Of course. But, but again, she was she was trying to stop two comets from colliding. 
It was an impossible task. That's why that's that's why her story is so tragic and so beautiful. That argument always seems such bullshit to me, though. Why? It's like, oh, uh, she was. There was never a chance in the first place. It's like, then what the fuck is the point of the show? Obviously, there has to be a chance. She had a chance, but they never really had it. God, I just needed. I just needed that conversation. I needed that one honest conversation in the show. Well, it's not about we you. never got. It's not about you. Okay, defend Game of Thrones season eight. You think it's the best thing you ever saw? <laughs> Fine. You love how little. You the, love how little. The, the point is, uh, to me, uh, I did not like how they got there. I'm okay with the destination. The destination was fine. I felt it was. It was predictable. It was cathartic at, at its point. At its point, because it's like you wanted to get there. Not as consequential as I would have liked. It was just how they got there. It's not great. I think at the very least, Yui should have gone to the. Because you know how they were picking going into, like, arts or sciences? Mm-hmm. I think Yui should have gone to a different one. Or something. Give us a, give us a little bit of a consequence. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, so she's not in the same classroom as them anymore, but she keeps going to the club. Yeah. And actually, that would have been a, an interesting twist where it would have been like, oh, wow, like, y- Yui actually ended up p- picking the sciences, the character you would have at least expected it from. Yeah. Uh, only to get away from, you know, their relationship. It's like, oh, things actually changed. Only to reveal at the end, when everybody's at the service club, that she actually wants to keep trying to go there and have a relationship with these people. That's obviously going to be awkward. I think that would have been a neat, a, a more, a way to show that there was a consequence uh, to the decisions of the characters. You know what would have been better? Like that? I like that. But in the end... It turns out that the girl with the Y that Hayato likes, Yui. Boom. And the reason he never makes a move is because he knows he likes uh, our boy, Eight, Eight Man. I actually considered that at one point, but uh-huh. and I was watching the show with the, with this whole th- with this thing in the back of my mind. Yeah. If anybody, Who, if anybody, who's the girl with the Y? Who's look, the girl with the Y? It, if anybody has seen JoJo Part 4. No, jo- I want to check out. If anybody's seen JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, there's something, a flashback that happens that makes you think that later on in the show, it's going to be a consequential thing. Because it just it's just set up that way. And turns out it's not. You know, you probably know what which one I mean. But it's similar with, with Hayato. So the whole time I'm watching the show, I'm thinking, like, oh... He's gonna like. He, he's gonna end up liking one of these girls. I thought it was gonna be Yukino because it was obvious. Like they had the whole previous relationship before. Previous relationship before, you stupid eggplant. Yeah, like even- that, that's my new favorite insult. By the way, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that one, dude. Even Yukino said at one point that uh, she liked him. When did Yukino say that? In when they were like in elementary school or whatnot. And then you, you know, like shuts it down. She's like, ah, yeah. it was like a whatever thing in in elementary school. Yeah. Everybody likes Hayato at some point. I like Hayato right now. Great guy, big, you know, humongous junk. Everybody loves him. But I thought I was I was watching the show with the idea in mind that this was gonna be a thing, and it never was. So I was thinking every time he was with Yui. I was like, maybe it is gonna be Yui, and it's gonna be a big old switcheroo. Okay. Turns out, turns out it wasn't. No, yeah, a lot of a lot of missed opportunities. A lot of missed opportunities. Season three overall, I recommend it. Watch it; it's a fun watch. 
And it, if you're an Eric guy, you will be like eh, massively upset at the end. If you're a Dario guy, you'll be like, that was nice. That's eh, okay. That was okay. Whatever. I don't think it's it, good. It was good. It was good. I recommend it. I'm I, I'm gonna watch it again. Look, it's not the worst ending I've seen. Yeah, like it's it's, it's not Game it, of Thrones. It's predictable. Uh, it's fine. You get the catharsis. It's okay. It's good. It's fine. I recommend I, it. It, it could have been better. Honestly, yes. uh, it would have yeah. been it would have been interesting if they went with a three way. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that that's the way that I would describe it. It could have been better, but it was okay. It, it was, was fine. It was what you expected. Exactly. So. As always, any comments, what, what questions, we, what, or suggestions? What are we doing next week? Uh, we wrote, I sent you a text. To just check it out real quick. But should we tell the people? We already You already know the next four shows that we're going to do. Do you want to? Do they? Uh, I think we should only tell them one week ahead so that we can change it if we need to change it. You know what? You know what? I'll do one better. If you guys want to know, join us on our stream Saturday. Ooh, there you go. We're gonna keep playing Pokemon Fire Red on Saturday at on on Twitch only at Super Dario World. We'll we'll tell you what's the next anime we're gonna be reviewing for next Taco Tuesday. Um, oh, Taco Tuesday, you said it wrong. Oh, Taco Tuesday. I'm sorry. Yeah. God damn it! It's been two hours, man. man put Jeez. the. It's been two and a half hours, and I haven't had any beers. What? What am I doing? Do you have the the layout? Yeah, there you go. No, no, the other one where it's like cleaner. Oh no, I don't have it. Yeah, fair enough. I'm loaded up. Um. Where can they find you? Where can they find you? Oh, yeah. Look me up on uh, Discord. No, not Discord. <laughs> Don't look me up on Discord, you weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look for me on Discord, I block you. <laughs> no, uh, on twitch.tv slash Senpai. Uh, tonight I'm going to be d- streaming some Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm already an hour late for my stream. <laughs> eh, you, 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 we, you. I, I expected this one to go long. Yeah. Next anyway. week we will find out. No, um, on Saturday you will find out again. Saturday um, at noon. If we're not dying from the vaccine, we'll let you know. Uh, as always, any comments, questions, suggestions, you can find me at Dario the Show on Instagram and at Super Dario World. Streaming on YouTube and on Twitch. Eric should be editing these videos and loading them up any moment now, so you'll probably get to see them soon. Yeah, the program doesn't work. Super Dire World. That doesn't work. You're stupid. Anyway, as always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye.